Hi everyone and welcome back to episode number 70 of the Couch on Ice podcast. I'm your host Rylan. Before we get into some hockey news, we got a little bit of rookie all-stars to talk about. Lots and lots of news going around. The trade talks are flying everywhere, every which direction. But before we get into some of that news, let's introduce the boys. I'll throw it over to Jordan. And Jordan, how's it going this week? This is your last week in the States, hey? Yeah, my last week, and it, it didn't start very good. Oh, no? How come? <laughs> no. Uh, last night, I I caught my finger in the um, the closet door while it was closing. Nice, nice. Yeah. That was fun times. <laughs> mm-hmm, and that was the most painful thing I've experienced for a long time. That, <laughs> that hurt like a son of a bitch. So I got a nice fucking basically black bust on my fucking finger that's okay i got i i, I can one up you on bust it was a long long time it wasn't this week though. but actually no no i'm not even gonna bring that up that's way too much for this podcast but yeah no i get it <laughs> pigeon sucks man what else are you up to this week while you're in the in the states uh pretty much just relax and trying to get things in order just getting ready for your how long is your flight you're fine back right? uh, it, it's an all-day flight basically i'm i'm gonna be leaving around seven or six and then i'm gonna get home at 9 30 oh, okay so oh, yeah, they, yeah. are you leaving at 7 6 p.m or a.m no in the morning and then get home at 9 a.m or p.m <laughs> p.m p.m holy shit so yeah, how many I'll... flights are you taking do you have like a layover or two or what? yeah i let's see here I go from Reno to Seattle, and that, okay. and then I have a three and a half hour layover in Seattle. Oof. Yeah, That's and then I go, and then I go from Seattle to Calgary, where I have another three and a half hour layover, oh. and then Calgary to Regina. Finally, holy crap! That's yeah. a day. That'll yeah, be a it'll day. Yeah, that'll be a big day. Yeah. Holy. Well, hopefully your flights aren't too bad. Do you do you do well on flights at least? Like, can you have? Yeah, them? I'm like, like, not too bad. I don't like the taking off and I don't like the landing. But yeah. when I'm in the air, I can at least sleep. So. Yeah. See, and I'm so good on flight sound. I just sleep the whole time. Yeah. So every time, I just listen to music the whole time. <laughs> yeah, music fine. and sleep. That's all, and maybe watch a movie if I'm still awake. But that's about it. On uh, the on the flight here, I the person in front of me was watching the new Space Jam movie, so I kind of <laughs> without no. audio, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I still didn't see it yet either. But no, but that's good. It wasn't good. I didn't. No, really I heard like it's it. bad. It looked like a big advertisement. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it's probably good. I mean, Space Jam One was an anomaly in itself to being yeah. good, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but no, that's awesome. At least you get to spend some. Your last week in the States and not freezing yet until next week. Then you can freeze your balls yeah, off with no, us. There's been but... no snow here and it's been nice. I'm not looking forward to the couple <laughs> oh, of I snow. can't wait for next week when you're just freezing your ass off like the rest of us. <laughs> but I'll but I throw it over to our other host, Chase. Chase, are you flying anywhere hot this week? Nope. Going no, nowhere. Going nowhere. Nowhere fast. nowhere fast. I'm in the same yeah. boat. What did you get up to this week? Oh, not too, not too much. Watched some football yesterday. It was pretty yeah. epic. Yeah, what, what is? What you guys? What did you think of those games? Like, what, what do you think of those awesome, uh, Bengals, man? man? The old Bengals, buddy. The man, old Bengals. All over Twitter, all I saw was the Bengals are this year's Canadians. <laughs> That's all I saw all over Twitter. <laughs> yeah, hey, definitely. And, 
But man, this Joe Burrow second year in the league and he's just killing it, knocking off what Mahomes? Yeah, old, how, when's how the last Mahomes shaky, like two shaky, or, yeah. man, hey, not as bad as Garoppolo. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it sucks so bad. I was praising Garoppolo. Like I'm not the biggest football fan. I don't know enough to like say I not like to make a podcast about it, right? But no, like I was saying, like Garoppolo's like been really good since leaving New England. Like seeing how many his stats wise, like how many games playoff games he's made since and all yeah. that fun stuff, and like and he just fourth quarter just falls apart and i was like wow <laughs> i was shocked i was shocked i yeah. understood why people kind of say oh maybe this is why they got rid of him <laughs> well yeah they have well they had tom they also brady, had tom brady so obviously never gonna get rid of him and uh, yeah it's amazing what he's even done just being some random backup and being able to actually become this starting quarterback not yeah, that i think exactly. he's like exactly it's not like an he's amazing, not amazing but he's but... He's doing the but job a lot better that. than Aaron Rodgers, statistically. Like, yeah, are not individual games that way, but yeah, he just needs a little bit more help as yeah. his wide receivers, maybe. And like, I don't know, he's not like the best good. thrower, but he's a good like actual football guy. He knows the game and like right. all that sort of stuff, so he can read defenses and For he's sure. okay in that sense. But yeah, man, no, so it was good. Love watching some football. For sure, though. and then a bit of that Stafford finally. Getting to that, yeah, the old staff, yeah, replacing the old staff. So interesting, interesting Super Bowl this year. All the teams I predicted to like go far or kept keep losing. So, um, (laughs) Bengals were the last team I probably picked, one of the last teams, and oh, yeah, final Uh, show. Always root for the Bengals because they got sick helmets and shit. I have Always the most go. unwarranted hate for the Bengals because of my adolescence. Because of me as like a five-year-old, six-year-old playing a football game on my DS. I always oh, yeah. played the Bengals for some reason. Like it's just how it matched up or whatever. And I was always the Chargers. And I just, for whatever reason, like you just pick a team you hate because of whatever <laughs> yeah, you yeah. hate them so you hate them so i yeah i just always disliked the Bengals for like years for no reason had no idea a single player nice. but nice. i was like i hate this team <laughs> they were they were on uh on the edge of being one of my favorite uh football team oh yeah because i used to like them quite a bit and uh because like uh chad johnson now ocho sanko and shit like that right he was pretty epic back in the day and yeah absolutely. aj yeah. green also was pretty amazing for those guys so i've always liked the Bengals, but i ended up choosing the old dolphin <laughs> it's all about the jerseys buddy. <laughs> it's all about the yeah. it's all about I having mean, no as, faith in your team it's not like as bad as me i watched megatron play and fell in love with him and now i'm stuck in detroit oh uh, that's tough yeah exactly uh, that too dude i'm a, I'm look a at calvin guy. johnson maybe so. fall in love with him and now i'm stuck here because he retired yeah and they've been just rough oh so good at least, I, I, all I can say is, hey, it might be made playoffs, but nothing past that. So I'm not, I'm not far ahead yeah, of you, boys. So don't Wings worry. Fan, as a Wings fan from when I was little, I never did really succumb to any other Detroit franchise. Like, I, I yeah. like them. They're all right. See, and that's stuff, me as never, a Pens fan. never like... really got into any other uh, or Detroit team because I yeah. knew 
it's so it's only it's too good to be true. There's only one good <laughs> franchise. And... <laughs> no, I like a lot of the Detroit franchises. I really like the Michigan State Spartans. I really like the yeah, that shit's cool. Hey? I like the Red uh, Wings. Yeah, like we start old, getting into like college uh, yeah. and university college, teams, yeah, though. Like, like we start yeah. getting into that, That's though, cool. and like we can go down a rabbit cool. hole for like cool, ages. Um, but anyways, let's move back on to being a hockey podcast and not a football podcast or a Detroit podcast. Um, let's jump into some of our quick rips. Hey, boys, hit it. I'm gonna throw it to Jordan first. Jordan's gonna start off our quick rips today. Um, what do you got for us, Jordan? Well, I'll happily start with the return of the whole beast, which definitely went in our favor, but <laughs> for once this week. Yeah, for <laughs> once finally we we thrashed Dallas five nothing. Um but it was just a good return. Everybody was happy that <laughs> to see Holtby. Holtby was in good spirits. Not obviously the the world's best Holtby performance, but <laughs> yeah, no five is a little rough, but uh, Vanacek had a wicked game. That's good, especially yeah. good. well, he better or else he's on Edmonton. So yeah, exactly right. But what else you got for us on this game? Any any bright spots from a very underwhelming Dallas team? Um, bad game at ooh. least. <laughs> well. Ottinger was good. <laughs> he faced two shots. <laughs> uh, it well, was nice anyway. to see them represent Zubov. Not yeah. a great way to honor yep. him. That's, uh, um, yeah, no kidding. Uh, while you're on it, Zubov, yeah, they retire as number 56 in Dallas, so that's pretty yeah. cool. But um, yeah, no. good game from the Caps. We scored two on the power play, which is wicked. Connor McMichael was. Yeah, man. Yeah, McMichael was fantastic. I'm so jealous you drafted him. Like he was no, such I a don't. sleeper for me, like late in that draft. I'm like, this guy's gonna be so good. Like I'm such so a good second piece guy for top six. Like, oh my no, God. I know. that's how I feel about both him and Hendrix Lapierre. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like we definitely sniped those two guys perfectly. Yeah, definitely could use it. So, no, uh, do you got any other quick rip games you uh, go over? Uh, I got one more. That game, if I remember correctly is the Flyers versus the Kings. The Flyers finally snap their 13-game losing streak, and they win it in overtime, 4-3. to three. Not, Yeah, that was good, at the, finally. They play a really good Kings team, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't think the Kings lost after that. But yeah. No, no. A funny stat for the Kings, the, this is the first extra attacker goal they've scored since 2019. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> That's a long time. It's a really but, long time. No, it's just, it was a good game from both sides. Uh, both goalies, Quick and Hart, looked good. Cam Atkinson looks fantastic in a Flyers jersey. Kopitar and Victor Arvidsson were on fire for the Kings. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, it's the Kings. Yeah, Arby's a beast right, right now. Yeah. There's, there's, I, I'll dive into Kings in a bit here too, but like, yeah, they're legit pretty good. Um, what what do you guys say about the Flyers other than Cam being Cam just scoring goals? Anything good to say for like other than like they snapped their thirteen game like that's great. Is there any other? Players well, I heard you that, say? dude. <laughs> dude, I heard that Atkinson might get traded. So that's yeah, good news oh yeah, for that's him. good news for him. 
He's a good uh, player, but like, is there Scott anything Lawton you're seeing? Like yeah, I don't mind Scott Lawton. I mean, for what he does. Yeah, just, I oh, like man. what he does. I'm just so disappointed in this team. Every time they're on the ice, they don't try. Yeah. yeah. They do not try half the time. So, whatever. But, anyways, uh, that's Pretty what you rough. got for your quick rips there, Jordan? Yep. Cool. I'll jump in with some of mine. Chase, if you want to jump in or cut me off, if I'm saying any of yours, just cut me off. Uh, How let's. About- I'll, I'll kick you with like I just want to say one little thing. I'll be right back to you. Okay, sounds good. Just because uh, this was kind of crazy. Like the circus came to town uh, this last few since our last podcast here. Like, um, is this so many games going yeah. so weird? Uh, yes. Everyone's getting like... a chance to win big. Like Columbus, I swear, either win with six goals or lose by six goals. <laughs> Like, yeah, hey, like, like uh, Dallas beat Boston six one. Like, yeah, like the Kings and Wings beat the Pens. Uh, yeah. The Stars punched the Bruins, and this, and then the Stars got punched in the face, like you said earlier about mm-hmm. the Capitals. Like, uh, yeah, the Jackets man. beat the Rangers. The Canucks beat the Jets, and then the Jets beat the Blues. Like, it was just, it's just a wild man. Few this days like our last like, podcast. It's been just, like I'm, I'm looking for answers here, and all I'm getting is just back and forth, uh, big wins and I, big the wins. Closest, and, <laughs> the closest answer I think I can give you is this is the like we've been saying all year. This is the most even league we've seen in a very long time. The bottom teams aren't as bad as the top teams as they used to be. There's not as big of a gap. Like, everyone knows how to play hockey properly through at least their top six lines. And it's usually depth-wise that ruins a team or goalies. No, 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 it's just, it's been, it's been a crazy. Parody league, man. It's insane. Love it, though. I love seeing these crazy games. It's what makes hockey fun. Uh, Let me just jump in here quick. I got a bit of a theme, just a couple of teams to talk about. So let's start with the Sabres. And last night, we... They played a bit of that Colorado Avalanche, who is just an absolute wagon as they win 4-1. And should hit you with a little bit of Colorado stats for a second, as this is their 10th straight win and their 18th straight home win for the Avalanche. So that is insane. They're just so, so good. But the biggest reason I want to talk about this game is for Buffalo and their goaltender, DT, making his return after, what, two months being out? Yeah. With COVID and, like, he <laughs> yeah. was really struggling with it. Uh, he let in three, but he had a .914 save percentage, which is still pretty good for missing two months of it. The season yeah, played the my, best my, team in the NHL. So my dream you know. came true, buddy. Like uh, they dropped Dell straight yep, up. Yep. Dropped He's on waivers. Yeah. Now they both have two goalies, and those two goalies are Anderson and Tukarski. And, and I'm so glad both, you yeah. got to say Anderson because I was just going to piggyback right into that, right <laughs> over to last the game before as they Buffalo played Arizona and they won three to one. Like you mentioned, Craig Anderson playing his first game since November second i believe which is crazy and gets a 28 save uh win in his first game back just awesome peyton krebs scoring yet again tuck proving yet again why he's such a key like that trade has looked so good for buffalo even 
though they gave up Eichel. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo's definitely winning that trade. Right <laughs> the, now. Exactly right. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, but they so, were smart about the assets. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, very. Absolutely. So no, I yeah, just. Yeah, no. Buffalo's good. That fucking Mitz man, he got hurt again. Yeah, you I see know. That? You just what? cannot stay healthy, man. Dude, like, like, is this a problem with like the Buffalo like medical staff? Like, remember that Leonard yeah, shit? Like, yeah, what is well, going on? You guys are just terrible. Like, like look at their mm-hmm. injuries this year. Well, it's actually, actually been like more double than like most. So it's, yeah, it's funny it's you bring strange. up. It's funny you bring Zagnus, up medical staff a little again. bit. Yeah, because I'm gonna. I got a little. I got a story that i heard on a, a an interview of a hockey player earlier that's just insane that i can't believe that this was just normal um which i'll get into after the games but All yeah right, okay just, well just i'll hit look. you with another thing on the abs since we brought them up just okay. earlier uh the abs with one three game losing streak which came nice. before that was like the fifth game of the year yeah that's came before insane. the fifth game of the year so they're out of that. They're one three-game losing streak, and they've only had one two-game losing streak. Since. Wow! And that was against the Blue Jackets, and one of them was an OT loss. Yeah, <laughs> they're the, the best fuck? team in the NHL. They are. Yeah, hundred percent. By far, like it's it's not even that close. Um, I I got quite a few more games actually to talk about. So just cut me off if you want to. If you guys want to jump in gonna hit that edmonton montreal game really quick uh don't really want to say much about this but just more pain for the canadians is a big loss stuart skinner as they lost seven to two sorry uh to the oilers stuart skinner started for them making uh 23 saves which is nice at least a goalie can get you a win and the biggest Um, news quick on that uh with the goalie it's just funny as hell watching anybody else in the net than Koskinen because they're just fast. Yeah, I know, hey. (laughs) They they move quickly. You, like, get caught off guard because, like, oh, my, like, I moved. (laughs) Oh, that's not Koskinen, right? Yeah. no, He's um, just one of those slow goalies. For sure. And But the biggest story of this game, obviously, uh, this came out as we finished the podcast pretty much, like, an hour or so later. Uh, Vander Kane signed a contract. One year, 2.1 million uh, cap hit with Boo. the Edmonton Oilers and scores in his first game a deflection from the slot. so yay <laughs> great already working out for him so yeah. fun times um while we're on Montreal I just want to talk a uh, one moment of a game and they've had a rough week rough season but a rough week as they get slaughtered by Edmonton and Trevor Zegras scores a Michigan goal on Montembeau. Oh, yeah. What an absolute Finally, yeah, man, right. he's so good. Like, we knew it was inevitably going to happen. We were just like, when? So, <laughs> just a rough week for Montembeau and the Canadians. Um, it's going to get worse when I bring up the injury corner, too. So, yeah. if you're a Montreal fan, you might want to not look forward to that exactly i don't know if this is what you're gonna bring up on the injury corner but i'm just gonna kind of like tease it price says he keep is progressing and he hopes to play this season so um that's a little bit of a tease if you do have price so a little bit much all news there uh i got a couple more two more game three more games sorry to talk about and i'm done uh let's start with a bit of that wings and leafs um Biggest reason I want to talk about this game is because Michael Bunting got his first hat trick in this game. The Leafs won 7-4. Instead of giving up a lead, they actually came back in a game for once. So it's nice for Leaf fans to actually feel good about their team. Um, Peter Mrazek gets his first, or 
first win. Um, I shouldn't say that his fourth win, but he's back in the net after a long miss. But crazy stat on the bunting hat trick. This is the first hat trick scored on Hockey Day in Canada for the uh, for the featured team in Hockey Day in Canada, which oh, is yeah, crazy. Perfect. There's never been another on Hockey Day in Canada yeah, where yeah, the Canadian yeah, team yeah. scored a hat trick, basically. Is what so just a cool little stat. And uh, did you want to bring anything up on this chase? Because I know this is your wings. Oh, it was just a it was just a circus, and yeah. uh, two of those goals were empty netters. So yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and then... Um, no, they scored five goals in the third period. Like, they just yeah, came they, out they were, uh, guns blazing. It was pretty pretty fun. Like I they, said, it was just a circus that game. Yes, just yes, it was. And going then, on. Um, other than other than that, since I don't think we're going to get deep into that one later, uh, yeah, our secondary team, other than our first line, yeah, just bad. horrendous. <laughs> I think Nicoletti was minus four in that game. Yeah, he's not good, hey. Like he's really so. struggling. Um, Sweet. <laughs> yeah. While we're on the wings, let's talk about a little bit of good news for the wings. Let's talk about the Pens and Wings game. The Wings won 3-2 in a shootout. Uh, it was just a good b- battle game, but Casey DeSmith. Oh, you want to know why? Because <laughs> we had a backup in. <laughs> no, because the Red, Wings, <laughs> the Red Wings scratched Danny DeKaiser. Oh, did they? I, I didn't even notice. I haven't play that competitive in like the last like That's couple awesome. weeks or something like that and the also, only thing the wings didn't do though is bring the smith brothers into the nhl together i want to see that i'm waiting <laughs> i think it's happening too i think they, they pulled up smith. now that you said that i'm pretty sure i remember them saying they pulled up Jemel. so That'd we actually cool. might get to see that soon the old g smith brothers that's sweet um, that's sweet and also zadina got off the schneid there buddy yeah, he got yeah. his Got his goal. goal Finally. I don't even know. Six years of not getting a goal. Yeah, and then Gensel scores uh, two in that game, like his probably 30th straight goal, knowing him. (laughs) With Mm -hmm. how he's playing, Mm -hmm. he's just been on fire. Yeah, he seems to light us up. I feel like he he like, don't feel bad. He lights everyone up, man. Like, he's (laughs) our best goal scorer. Yeah. Like, we've had for a long time. But my boy Lucas ends you guys in the shootout. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then Mo Sider just being a big problem. Get rough enough Man, a little bit he... with Sid too. Oh, oh dude, nightmare. like the wings fans on Twitter are just the worst. Holy <laughs> shit. My God. Talk about a bunch of chodes. Like, my goodness. Calm down, guys. Like they're well, that's what about they the saying? whole Zeg- Well, they're just mad about the Zegris thing, saying that people Why? think that Zegris will be the rookie and they're not discounting the Red Wings and what do you mean Moe's playing 20 some minutes? Like they're just all day about it stuff. So like they're just like tweeting mad like just hey, like I'll <laughs> give you Wings. Play. Wings fans want to feel better? Want to feel better? <laughs> Sidney Crosby doesn't have a, a Calder trophy. Wayne Gretzky doesn't have a Calder trophy. Um, yeah. Who else is a very big name who has like so many names out there. What are you guys talking? Yeah. Connor McDavid yeah, doesn't have one. Like, come on, yeah. come on. They're all sad that they're not getting the, the match. Leon Dreisaidel like, doesn't have one. They're like, clear-cut favorite. It's like, yeah, like, uh, you can say not that. Not clear-cut. Like, they're not clear-cut. <laughs> there is th- it's a three-headed race, and it's oh, close. Oh, it's four, man. There's somebody we didn't bring up, which I'll bring up later on. That Interesting. I don't know cool. who I'm forgetting. Um, oh, buddy. He's fucking good. Um, but, yeah, let's move on. What do you got? Uh, that's it. That's all my quick rips. I'm done with my quick rips. That's all rips. your quick rips? That's all my quick rips. All of the quick rips. So I talked about every game. 
Good See, God. Uh, do you got anything for us there, Quick Rips Chase, or do you just want to dive into oh, your yeah, depth buddy. game? I got, I got all the Quick Rips. Cool. All the Quick Rips. Fiala, Pots one, sets one up against the Rangers, making it two straight multi-point games. Adds an assist against the Isles, and now he has 14 points in his last 11, 11 game point streak, this guy. Oh, yeah. uh, also sticking with the Wild, Mr. Matty Boldy, seven points. A He's plus been so seven, good, man. He's been so in the, good. Uh, in January. In January. Eight Love January this kid. Games. Love this kid. He's got a rocket of a shot, too, man. He's going to mm-hmm. score 20 to 30 goals in this league easily. Maybe even consistent. Yeah, hey. He might be He's a consistent 20-25 goal scorer. He's one of those guys that'll know where to be. I might yep. even be... I might even be an assist off or something here. I think he got a point last night, so, yeah, so it might even be... Might even be a little more. bit more... Yeah, no, he's legit. Love him. Um, Other than that, the Sharks are showing how important these games are to them. The effort their last uh, three games. Uh, They were playing the the old Florida road trip. They beat the Caps, uh, but they lost uh, in a shootout or OT or something against the Panthers and then just so lost to the Canes yesterday, 2-1. So, uh, yeah, they're just showing their their worth because this is... (laughs) Uh, I'll get to it in the future. Watch how important these next uh, yeah. games are to actually win, like have to win sort of thing. But uh, other than that, Byfield gets his first ding bat. Nice to first see that guy looks like a fucking beat. beast. That's yeah, what I'm saying, man. ding bat. Yeah, gets his first goal against uh, the Islanders, which is awesome as a snipe, even though oh, Varlamov yeah. could have saved it. But, you know. <laughs> he looks good, man. He looks really good. Varlamov um, versus yeah. Byfield. I agree on Byfield. <laughs> yeah, Byfield. Yeah, man. Byfield's uh, dope. Uh, Byfield. 900 games for Mr. O-O-O O'Reilly. Uh, yeah, for man. the Blues there. Beast. Uh, what else? What else do we got? Leafs have had four game losing streak after their after the opening after they opened the first three games so they had a four game losing streak since then only once have they had a two game losing streak that's insane and it was a back-to-back against the wild and jets want to hear something crazier than that they're third in the atlantic with those stats that you just rifled hell yeah man like that's just oh it's a joke it's such a joke right now a lot of like how how they're how they're how they're giving up these leads story is scary and it's something yeah. I've said that doesn't help when it comes to winning in the playoffs and a Stanley Cup. So yes. um they're kinda of proven to me that like after that first month, like they've been very good. Like they have not like Colorado not lost more than two games in a row or any like it's right. a well oiled machine. Um other than that, let's hop to the does it has been a month and a half since Pavelski had a two game pointless streak and I'm pretty sure he only has wow. like one or two uh, before that and it was like the first month Pav so, being amazing the guys just uh, well we're on the Pav no- news too um, little, I got a little bit of news with him too all star game stuff uh, Pavelski mm. was named captain of the central team as Kuznetsov and Yossi are to replace Fox and McKinnon um, on the All-Star for injuries. So, yeah, Pavelski's the captain of the Pacific now, so interesting. Hell yeah. He's on Hell there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one last one for you boys, Corpusalo and Boom Jenner carry the jackets over the Rangers, yeah. 5-3. Jenner with two goals, two assists. 
Man, Dubbed Cor- him an all-star for a reason, eh, boys? Yeah, man. And Corpusalo, I'm I've said for a while, this guy's a good goalie. Like he's I don't know why other teams are just like bypassing hesitant. him. I, hesitant to get him. Like I think he is one of the best options you could go and I get think, right now, actually. For a I think you teams. pay what uh I think you pay what Kekalinen's asking. I think that's what everybody's scared of. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what he's asking. Obviously, I guess. He, obviously, if he's asking like a for a lot or something, you know, at least yeah. I would, I would think so. If it's below a second, you pay it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, like if, if I'm even Edmonton, a second, I definitely I'd honestly pay a second and a second. Yeah, I, I would consider that too for him. Like he's a good goalie. Got to give someone a chance that isn't named Miko Goskinen. Like. Yeah, and the thing about these types of goalies when they're in these situations, um, you have to, you should be trading for them. And yeah. if you have the ability to play this guy, it only makes yeah. these goalies better and only gives them yeah. a chance when to be a, better. So, yeah, exactly, right? Like, when is like a goalie who still develops in their mid 20s and to late 20s, yeah. like, like, how is, is it not best? good for them to play tons of games? Not, yeah, like, like, is this 70, the best but... development? Is this the best development for Chris Rieger? Probably not. He could have probably no. been yeah. playing half and half I'm, with somebody I'm, I'm instead of... I'm all on that train. You know, I'm sort all of, on sort the Drieger train. Those sort of guys. Yeah, I'm all on the Drieger train for Edmonton, actually. Like, that just fits. Mm-hmm. Scott Term needs to play. He's a good goalie. But, yeah, a guy no. you wouldn't be scared to let Skinner kind of beat out if he yep, could do it. Exactly, right? Like, a guy you're comfortable moving on from later, but is better than what you got now, so... Um, anyways, that's all you got for your quick rips. There, Chase? Yes, sir. Yes, cool. sir. I'm going to throw it back to Jordan then, and he can go with his one in-depth game. So three more games to talk about, and then we'll get into some more interesting news. Yeah, uh, one of the worst games I've watched this year. <laughs> it is the <laughs> Flames versus Canucks. The Flames win it one nothing in overtime. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, it was uh, two shots halfway through the game for Vancouver <laughs> or something like that. Like, were, were they both Brock Besser because all he needs to do is shoot? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's insane. I, feel, yeah, I, like, I tried to rewatch that game and I missed half of it because I wasn't paying attention half the time. Cause, like, <laughs> it was literally because nothing was happening. Making- yeah, Calgary was, was the only one that could make anything happen. And it, they it weren't great shots or. But, Vancouver sorry. had three power plays. You want to know how many shots they had on them? One. <laughs> None. None. <laughs> Not a single shot on them. That's three impossible. Power plays. That's impossible. How are you in NHL? I, I guarantee you I could replace one of those guys and I get a clean shot on that. Right, like that's ridiculous. Right. Like like I don't think it's gonna be a good shot, but I guarantee you could get at least a shot off, <laughs> like in three about, power plays. That's insane. Vancouver only had one shot five minutes into the second period, <laughs> and I think they finished the second with like eight or nine shots. Wow, um, like I'm baffled because no, what's crazy? They did that, and they still almost won the game. They didn't. They literally played a peewee team for the first half of the game. Yeah, and almost won. Like that's yeah. I'm disappointed See, like, in Calgary more for not taking advantage. Now I'm not gonna lie. Um, like the Flames did not get that great of opportunity. They did get more no. opportunities. Obviously, they got shots, but I but, I didn't think they were like super high danger. And Demko was making 
the save or like yeah, he read the Denver play really when they good. did make the good play and get it out front in a good spot. So it was more Demko kind of saving their ass every once in a while. But other oh, than that, like, sure. if you take away those chances, like you guys said, like this is what nothing was going on. Nobody was really doing anything. Yeah. Nobody could make any sort of pressure, not even hardly the Flames. It's like the Flames kind of just hung out that game in a sense. That's like, that's my that's my criticism to the Flames is the for point sure, though. It's like like you could throw out Arizona playing an ab how they've been playing, let's say Arizona the past week, let's say they play that game. I bet Arizona beats Vancouver. Yeah. It's understandable I, that the Flames dried up with goal scoring. Like they just Yeah, they need to score like seven goals like three games in a row or something like that. And then uh the went to the blues and uh yeah, lost yeah. i think last time so i kind of understandable that they lost yeah, a little bit of their goal scoring that's but just such that is that, it's is, still that is a momentum sure. builder those games to get you in a streak that's a that's a game where you're like we can absolutely demolish this team even if you only win three nothing but you have 40 shots and they have 10 how do you think that team's gonna feel after not great you're gonna feel amazing so what like, do you guys yeah just you guys see that Myers hit? Yes, I did. Yeah, he was ejected. Uh, that's a, a little romantic. That, <laughs> that's a bit of like I feel bad. It was a hit to the head, obviously, like as clear as day. But like yeah. that's because Tyler Myers is a literal giant. Yeah, yeah. Like and Trevor Lewis can't grab the puck. I think it was puck on your stick Someone measured. Puck. It's like six or seven inch difference in height. Oh, yeah, for, like oh, yeah, for sure. He's probably going to his head. Injection was necessary, but certainly a penalty should have been awarded as it was. Was he? He wasn't suspended. There's been no news on that. He was kicked there. out. You just he kicked out. No suspension. Okay, that's okay. I'm okay with the ejection if they don't suspend him. But like, I was hearing like people like Kevin BX was even like, "That's a suspension." I'm like, "Yeah, but you gotta take the height discrepancy into consideration. Yeah, like, exactly. He's six foot seven or whatever." Yeah. Like he's yeah. like six, he's so tall. Head. That's just yeah. Trevor Lewis height. is like yeah, six, he was, six one, six he was, foot. Like he's not that that big. He was frustrated from yeah. uh, Lewis punching him in the face accidentally before, where he should have technically got a penalty and yeah. the whistle would have blew before he hit him. But he should have noticed that Lewis was fumbling with the puck or just can't handle the puck. But he was going in to hit him. He was hitting him. Lewis was that. like, oh shit, like and, yeah. yeah. And kind of like ducked a bit. I think I think yeah, that's I what you get. I don't know if you need a suspension. No suspension. Uh, because he was kicked out. Yeah, that's, that's exactly kind of like. If you give him a penalty, I I guess just to make it clear, like right I don't call. care. Yeah, yeah, it was a right so, call. It was head contact. Like I understand it, even if it's an accident. It's head contact. Like unless you're completely looking the other direction, like, run into someone, it's you're gonna get kicked out. That's that's the original hit. That's the OG hit that started this whole yeah. thing. That that big guy just hitting that small guy. And yep. They'd so. suspend him for a game because it wasn't a penalty. But yeah. like I don't think that's necessary. No, no I think it's changing with him getting, a bit more. So. With him getting kicked out, at least if, if you call that they're not gonna they're probably not gonna suspend you. And if they do nope. it'll be like a game. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyways, Jordan, do you have anything else on this game? Any players you want to shout out or anything other than Demko? <laughs> yeah, obviously Demko. I mean, Markstrom with his seventh um, shutout of the season. Didn't need I to will do much say, then again, too. <laughs> although Goudreau was very good in overtime, he was at the entirety of regulars. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not, that's not going to be acceptable. In but the playoff time. obviously... This 
game was ass. So yeah, I'm not going to hold it to just him. Absolutely. Now, interesting enough, now since you said this is the worst game you ever watched, who were the two worst players on each team in that game? In those 60 minutes, who did you look at and say, you suck tonight? I mean, because I expect so much, I will say Johnny Goudreau, like, other okay. than that overtime winner, he was genuinely just invisible. Yeah, how about on Canucks side? On the Nux side, JT Miller, although Ooh. I think he's definitely their best performing player this season, he was not good tonight. Fair enough. I mean, that doesn't help when your heart is and soul's kind of not running around playing well. Yeah, and I'm not going to say necessarily they're the absolute worst no. players, but they're they i expect more from them yeah no absolutely um yeah with no goals that's uh pretty disappointing you gotta usually like like we were saying like there's just no offense created and, yeah and when there was like, it was in, easy to in, read like it was in the overtime like, those are the guys that do that so in the overtime he lost he dropped his stick after a hooking penalty and then he coasted for a while and watched the three on two from the fucking flame zone yeah yeah not great um definitely not like i like yeah exactly like you said, i'll say one thing about old johnny and kachuk though they are they are gaining some crazy stats like their cf yeah, percentage is like really some have. of the tops in the league like kachuk's at a 60 percent which is right around like he's having, and an, he's having and johnny hockey's right year. yeah johnny hockey's right underneath him with like yeah, 58 he's, having, so like, he's also having a great year um Johnny's trying to push for that contract. He could even push for that too, because I don't know. Yeah. He's actually somewhat up there. So yeah, like, I don't, sure. nice to see. I love that. I love when these guys are doing good because they're so fun to watch, man. No, absolutely. Uh, also, while you have the Johnny talking about Johnny, uh, there's not. This is like very. Take this as a grain of salt. This is not true at all. But a lot of people saying Goudreau, if he doesn't sign in Calgary, that the Flyers are a team to watch. So, just keep an eye on that. Uh, no, I'd be going to the fucking Devils. There's no way if I was him, I'd be unless there's like sentimental flyers, flyers to be no, a flyer. I know he's from the area, but um, if he wants I'd, the money, I'd be going. They will pay it. That's a team that will pay him. They have oh yeah blank well, checkbooks yeah, right now, right? Yeah, shit. that's why I'm saying you want to not if, win, yeah, well, for sure. What is good, but that's the, that's the question <laughs> no, yeah, that we always enough. ask with players, like, what do you? Do you do you prefer getting the extra million dollars or do you want to try and win a cup? If right, so yeah, just mm-hmm. just a team to throw in the mix. It sounds crazy, but it makes sense. Like you said, he's from there, around there. Yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, I'm I gonna... wish you'd go to the Devils, man. He'd be good <laughs> on that team. If he's gonna leave, man, I want him to go on a team that's gonna at least get better. And no, I agree. Push I... for a cup. I'm scared of what happens. Like we've seen Philly. the Flyers Me be too. this team for flipping. 10 years now like yeah. who knows what's Very gonna happen average absolutely uh anyways uh i'm gonna jump in quick with my game and i want to talk about the pens kings game last night because this is one of the most enjoyable games even though we lost i've ever watched for this year i watched this year with the pens so uh the pens lose 4-3 in regulation but it was a very hard fought game second period man la was just all over us taking advantage of any mistake we made in the defensive zone, scoring everything, 
Trevor Moore was everywhere on the ice. He was so, <laughs> so good and had such a good shot. Just, just killing us. Bring him up. No, no he's man, he's amazing place, this for this team. That's like, sweet. he just... He's such a good third line winger. Like he just goes yep. and scores, and he looks oh. more talented than he is. That sounds like yeah. like a slouch. Yeah, man. Like, like I'll say, he looks so good. Over, these this bottom depth, these depth players this team has are the best depth yeah. players in the league, man. Some like, of yeah, absolutely. I would, so yeah, so just yeah, just unreal. Uh, Brian Russ scoring two goals. Um, we got back in this game. We we deserve to lose this because. <laughs> Brian Russ' second goal was the craziest thing ever to happen. So LA had like a two-on-one sort of situation in our zone. Jari dove across, made a brilliant empty net save, and Matheson just shoots the puck down the ice. Well, LA was in the middle of a change, and he hit an LA player, and they didn't change fast enough, and they got a penalty from that. So they were inch away from scoring to five seconds later, a penalty, and Brian Russ tied the game. <laughs> at three five seconds after the penalty was called <laughs> so just super unlucky from la they ended up winning yeah, so it's not a big deal somebody too yeah so like, exactly they call so super lucky goal yeah exactly so yeah no it was just a great game i had so much fun watching jari was fantastic i'm i'm yeah, terrified if jari stops playing like this because this is the best actually i think i've ever seen a penguins goalie play um if not since like one of Flurry's magical years that he had, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's or maybe Matt Murray's like one playoff of, yeah, run or something, like yeah, one of those stretches. two. That's it. Like, may, only, all I can think of is Oni and Flurry or like 2016 Murray. Those are the only mm-hmm. two I can think of that would be better yeah. than Jari's. And those were all like a few months, basically. And we won right? the cup. Yeah, and there were a few months, and like a, a we won the cup both times. The playoffs, you know, it was <laughs> yeah. like so just doing nuts for like two, three months in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Going so. In, so. So no, I'm yeah. I'm a little worried that if he does tail off that we're gonna have we're gonna get upset in our playoffs. So we really need a backup. We really need a backup to start resting. What do you mean? The Smith unreal save against oh. the Wings. He looked pretty good the last game. He was games, okay. Honestly. He was okay. So, well we'll see. I want someone I but I want someone to play more games. I want someone where we're like we trust. Yeah, like exactly. We don't hey, trust like, the it's, backup. It's nothing it's wrong with the Smith. With- it's yeah. yeah it's timing with him he only wins and plays good with random timing he's yes. not and he's gonna be this guy you we really need a consistent backup honestly we need a guy who can take games away from jari so he's more in fit so yeah no um other than that and then drew dowdy obviously scoring his scoring in this game as well which was awesome he had a great game played his thousandth game this week so silver stick for him so yeah, no, nothing but great things saying about LA and this game. It was just fun to watch. Holy shit, Sean Dersey played twenty minutes. I remember watching that. No, yeah, he's all yeah. over the he's ice, man. Getting so much chances, man. Like, I love it. I love it. He's, he's three minutes great. on the power play. Like, yeah, lots more of power play. ten more seconds than Doughty over surpassing Doughty. <laughs> imagine the surpassing Doughty in that in your rookie season. <laughs> Wow. Just yeah. taking over his Insane. power play duties or something. Yeah, well, he's no. working on it, so no, so yeah, good. No, no. Love the game. Chase, do you have a game to talk about? Oh, yeah, sure. I can talk about a game, I guess. Uh, talk about the Stars and the Bruins, because the Stars... Actually, Sagan came out to play, and Alexander Radulov got his second goal of the year. <laughs> 
Ooh, buddy. <laughs> I watched him score like a couple weeks ago too, like not long oh. ago. He scored and he had the biggest selling and I'm like, yeah, that's just Radulov scoring. I didn't know that he only scored two. Oh, but it's, yeah, it's not good for old Rad. I wonder what they're going to do with I want them to trade him. I would, like, for his sake, I want to see him on a team to play, like, third-line minutes and just go on a Yeah, run. like, come help the Wings. Like, if you could give him for cheap, man, God, would the Wings take him right now for just no reason whatsoever, but... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah they won't give sure. him up cheap, and that's probably why he's still there. Um, and they're probably reluctant on money. Who knows? Who knows what that... With those know, guys, they're all up can... in there with uh, with Klingberg, so and yeah, that's kind of I don't confusing. know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of issues on everything. So there, but anyways, continue. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. This was a game where the Bruins just just got beat. Basically, um, they've been kind of up and down ever since. They had like a good stretch there. Um, all marks pretty up brilliant. and down. We talked about them last uh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, he got a little, got a little, little bit of the nasty treatment this game, but uh, got pulled halfway through. But whatever, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, when I guess Tyler Sagan decides to uh, show up, as he got like three points in this game. Still mad kind at the Bruins for trading him for being twenty-one and having fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him and uh, Marshand are still doing the. Who goes off the off ice last? last? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's only a couple players in the league that do it. Sagan's the uh, best with it. He's yeah, always... Well, Shifley, too. Clearly, Shifley's pretty good. Yeah, yeah clearly they uh, have been doing that for, like, ever. Old oh, Marshan yeah. and Sagan, yeah. like, when I they played. Been, like, three different clips of him and yeah. Marshan yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fun. Yeah, they're so great. But I definitely uh, understand it. I get superstition, especially in sports. And if you're both going to be like that, then you both have to be off at the same time. Then that's just how it is. It's just yeah. like nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, like I said, Boston Bruins up and down. I like the way that uh, Oscar Steen's playing. He brings a little bit of extra speed to this uh, yeah. lineup that they need. DeBrusque has been looking pretty good, honestly. Um, I wonder better. once again what happens with this if they, they do the him. fake everything's okay or if they actually end up trading them no he's, it's he's, a, it needs to happen like soon here guys like let's i think he's done moving. i think that's the difference this time is he's done it's always i think it's always the bruins saying we want this player gone we want this player gone he doesn't fit we want him gone yeah. and then they say then he starts playing good and they're like well we'll keep him because he wants yeah, to be here like, anyways but yeah, now it seems like it's been a long time. This is this has been a long time coming. This yeah. Trade, so. No doubt. No doubt. Another guy on the Bruins is Yuho back at nine and oh buddy. He's been playing lots of minutes. Um he's fun to watch out there. Nothing like spectacular, but um nice to see him getting playing time. Lots of playing time. Interesting Jumps to see the good old Zaboral, even though Zaboral's yeah. hurt, but yeah, interested to see exactly where they go with this defense. I hear them rumored in some chicken trades, so that'd yep. be pretty cool if they went balls deep um, for old Bergeron's sake and everybody. A little bit of tease but for next week. The old Glenn Denning gets a six goal. Six goals, Glenn Denning. Nice. Winning faceoffs and scoring goals. It's just what he yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. And being yeah, right-handed. <laughs> Yeah, one hundred percent face off percentage that game. 
Uh, I wonder wow. how much I could get for an angel contract because I shoot right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> Just thinking about that. Me too, buddy. <laughs> they always pay up the ass. I'll pay for 750k. But I shoot right and I hit good. Yeah, if you're uh, strong and you can win faceoffs right-handed, you're an asset, buddy. You're an asset. I play defense, play right-handed. <laughs> I was chipping on yeah, the boards. No, no anyway, sorry, that was a completely random tangent that I threw out there, but go on. No, it's fine. That's basically all I got. Ottinger played in this in that game. He looked great. He's um, so the goal- so good. I like I'm so excited for him to be this that goalie of the future of this team. Mm-hmm. Like that's where it starts is like if you have a young goalie that you trust, like that's you you know you got a chance of making a good competitive team for the next five, eight years. So yeah, hey. really like Yeah, they just can't seem to get consistent, consistent no. goaltending out of their uh goalies. It's either expect they play it, though, good or they don't. So a washed up that's sorry, just... but a washed up Holtby and a very young Ottinger, like you're gonna get that. I like to say it as a trying to find himself again, Holtby and uh young Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can you can paint it however you would like. Paint it with colors and but a spade's colors. a spade. <laughs> <laughs> I love Holtby. Like, don't get me wrong. If, if I'm looking at Holtby like he would look good in a Pens jersey as a backup. But, like, don't get me wrong. I he's think he's not perfect. I, 18. I think he's perfect for a, a backup, and somebody mm-hmm. will pay a decently high price for that backup. And I think that's 1. what Dallas is looking mil for. for a backup? Yep. No, not just money, but, like, a draft pick. I think. Oh. I'm like assuming that's what they're it. looking for. Yeah. I don't know what they're – they should probably trade one of these guys at some point. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Which, like, one as in, like, uh, Holby. or Holby? Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, indeed. But, that, no, that's all I got for these guys here. Um, cool. Um, so, well, is it okay if I throw it right back to you for the future watch? Or do you need a minute? <laughs> Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can. Cool. Yeah, sure. Well, now that we're done, the, yeah, we're done our in depth review. So let's get into our next segment, our future watch segment. Chase, uh, you're doing the schedule future watch? Yeah, again? yeah. So, cool. what teams this, you got for us today? Well, this edition of future watch, I will be looking at a Pacific schedule, as in the Pacific division schedule. So, basically, how they all stack up, we'll be looking at every team other than the two expansion teams in the Pacific. Um, Everybody's obviously in the playoff race going nuts. Uh, First off, I'm just going to go through a little difficulty ranking I created for the February schedule as now we have our new schedule and we can take a look and see how these teams, what, 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 what they're, what they got in front of them. So I'll just give you a quick list of the six here. Um, Oilers ranking as the, Hardest schedule, got the Sharks in second, and I got the Canucks third, Calgary, uh, the Ducks, and then the Kings with the more or less somewhat easier schedule. And Not really. Can I cut you off for a second, Craig? Really. Um, just with that list, that is the biggest problem in the world for the top four teams you just listed because the teams that have the easier schedule are already in a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Like it's worth noting that, like if you haven't already, Anaheim and LA in our playoff spot. So that's just I just want to throw that out there. Like Edmonton, the, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. Like yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, this is really gut check time. Like I said earlier about San Jose, like this uh, time to time to go. That's why I put them up. But I'll I'll, I'll get into number one hardest schedule: the Edmonton Oilers, the Evander as, Oilers, <laughs> as they have the most games to play in February out of these six. Uh, they start off the month with the Capitals and Knights. Then they finish off the month with the good old Florida road trip. Canes, Lightning, and Panthers. And let's add a little bit of Minnesota in there. And that's half of their games played against my projected top 10 teams in the league. So wow. good times this month there, uh, Oilers. Another note on the Oilers schedule in February, four division games. And gather yourself, four back-to-back sets in February. (laughs) You better get a goalie soon. (laughs) Holy. In one month, four? Yeah. So these back-to-back sets are the Golden Knights and the Blackhawks. (laughs) So that's not too bad. Um, Better than Yeah, San Jose and then L.A., so that's not really great because those that's are division bad. games, and that's every terrible. division game is going to be terribly hard, and uh, LA whether you like is, it or not. Yeah, LA is going to be hard like off of back to back. Yeah, unless they just fall apart in the next week or two, that could be a loss almost did just they, because of the way or, they're playing right now. Right? Do they have a back to back there around that time, meet too? I couldn't tell you honestly. That, I don't. That's know fine. Who, I, 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 I didn't um, know if you had them or not. So continue. What else do we got? Uh, anyways, Winnipeg and Minnesota is the Ooh. other one. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and then the next one is Florida and Carolina, dude. Oh and my god, <laughs> we like... ended on a high note, Chase. Oh, that sounds like hell. Like, yeah, like that's, crap. In, that's in order, guys. Like, my spine's it tingling. It only gets harder. So, uh, not only do they have tough games outside their division, but they have four division games to worry about. I smell playoff hockey. But uh, hey, I know why Tippett got Kane now. He looked at the schedule and said, "Fuck, <laughs> we need someone who can score that uh, isn't yeah. oh, named yeah. Connor or Leon." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna need the help. They need the depth. Oh my bad. god! Um, but yeah, hey, uh, McD, really gonna need that two point per game yeah, McD no in kidding. February. Yeah, really gonna need that. Uh, Honestly, so yeah, if was... Leon and him aren't on like that two points per game pace throughout that month, I think they're yeah. Uh, the only like the saving grace for Edmonton here is they're point zero zero one points percentage away from uh, Los Angeles. They're technically in a playoff spot. I would just say they're tied with Anaheim, LA, and Edmonton are tied right now for the third spot in the division. So it's just yeah, not an easy schedule to. Uh, go over 500 which is what they are (laughs) yeah anyways anyways let's move to the second uh worst i guess uh, schedule you could say ranking second with only eight games to play the san jose sharks hard to believe they are second on this list as they just finished the florida road trip yeah that sucks for san jose but the reason I have them here is simple. Where they are in the standings right now, <laughs> they have to go 500, like over 500, sorry. Honestly, probably need to win six of these eight games yeah. in February to even give them a chance of climbing back into the race. It's and it starts tight. today. The West with... is so tight. Like, they're yeah. they're going to eventually – one team will eventually squeeze himself off. So 
Mm-hmm. And I'll get there, buddy. Um, <laughs> it starts with the Lightning, who uh, recently just beat them like 7-1. So they play the Lightning today. So if you're listening, you're probably like laughing about them getting <laughs> smashed again. Uh, but right. yeah, after that Lightning game, they get a 12-day break before they play four straight division games. First against the Oilers, then the Canucks, the Golden Knights, and then the Ducks. So huge, tough yeah, first tough five games. games of the schedule. Um, I don't know, Lightning, Oilers, Canucks, Knights, Ducks. Are they going to win any of those games? They'll win one. <laughs> almost, I, they'll win you, one. You almost, you almost have to beat the Canucks and squeeze one off past these guys. Basically, um, their next three games are the Islanders, Bruins, and Kraken. So say they win those three games, well, you're nice. winning – you're winning three of these five games against the Lightning Oilers, Canucks, Knights, and Ducks just to get six wins out of yeah. eight, <laughs> just yeah. to get yourself maybe back in it. Because, like, um, you're at a 5 2 2 points percentage, which is just not great. You have uh, your games played are just the same as all these other guys in, in your division when it comes to LA and Anaheim. So, like, wins are key. Like, that's why I have them number two. They may not be the hardest games here. But there's a couple decently hard games, and they're not very many. And if, like, the only saving grace these guys have for the Sharks is they have 20 division games left, five of them this month. So if they go super good in their division and yep. light up their division, they could, I think they could make the playoffs. Honestly, they they yeah. could because of that. Um, but yeah, yeah right. Uh, the Sharks <laughs> are screwed. If you need any insurance on that, sorry. <laughs> That's yeah, I yeah, know. There's uh, four teams that are gonna miss playoffs that are like. You're gonna be like that's five teams that if they miss playoffs, you're gonna be like, wow. That's that sucks. But um, the yeah, West, the yeah. next, the next I got here is Canuck, is the Canucks with the third toughest schedule, based off their predicament, which is in worse shape than the Sharks. Um, out of their ten games, only ten games, uh, six are winnable, but three are against the Isles, Sharks, and Ducks. Those six winnable games I have. Who probably they're not going to give you those games. Like I said, division no. games, Sharks and Ducks. And the Isles are looking a lot better. You never know which Isles team you're going to get. They're now hard to beat again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whether they're going to win and beat you, but like they're going to make it hard on you. Uh, give me a long honestly, night. Yeah, but if the Nucks can get it going again under Brudro, which they have gotten points in their last three games, getting six wins out of these ten, or at least getting five and a couple OTs or something like that losses, I don't, I don't. It should be a done deal. Like either way, they're surpassing the Sharks by the end of February is a Peter Chow guarantee. If you if you want a Peter Chow guarantee, do you guys yeah. know what Peter Chow is, dude? Say again. Peter Chow. Do you know what a no, Peter Chow guarantee What is a Peter Chow? It's a Chow? done deal, baby. It's a done deal. Fuck, <laughs> 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 dude. It's the funniest shit on earth. Uh, uh. Talk to you guys later about it. Um, let's get to the bottom half here of the tougher schedules. We'll start with Calgary. Um, Flames, I have ranked... Fourth for February schedule difficulty. Out of 11 games, eight are at home. And there's a seven-game homestand in there. So one, Johnny Goudreau lights it up at home. So that's all you need to know there. Um, Only 15 games played. 
all year at home, and they're clearly stoked for those home games as they pumped the Panthers and Blues at home recently. Uh, not sure. Yeah, right. I already said Goudreau ain't good at home. He's like that's one thing I know about the guy. He's always lights it up at home. Seemingly, I don't know if it's been like that the last year or this year exactly. I haven't looked into this year, but uh, technically only four playoff teams to play out of the twelve. So could almost give Calgary the best schedule, but it's still um, a decent amount of games. Decent amount of games. Yep. Uh, so let's get to the last, second last one with the Ducks. Um, doesn't sound easy at all, um, but it is only seven games. So they don't play till like February 11th. Like they don't even play a game till, yeah, I think it's the 11th. So they only have seven games this month. Uh, six of them being division games. So the Ducks gets to play six division games. So talk about who is holding all the cards in how the Pacific is going to play out this month. Um, the Islanders are the only other non-division team. So uh, big games for the for the Ducks here. Like I said, it's going to be weird. They're going to have to make sure they're ready to go um, after a long break, just like LA and just like San Jose. They both have. 12 day breaks <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Uh, and then it just gets a little bit uh, deeper. Like I'll give you Anaheim March 14 games and then March, uh, April 13 games. Um, LA plays 16 games in March and 12 in April. So um, March and April are the, the stacked up ones. It seems like everybody's playing a good uh, 14 games at least around those in those last two months so yep. she'll be a busy last two months oh, yeah. which is gonna be fun uh now to the easiest schedule um team that i'm starting to feel pretty positive about like we've been saying the kings just rolling uh only eight games in february uh like their cali buds they get that 12 day break uh the only reason i gave the kings the easiest schedule is because of the ducks playing six division games out of their seven, which seems quite difficult. And looking back, the Kings staying in a lot of games, you think they wouldn't. Uh, first example, their four road OT losses are against the Lightning, Rangers, Jets, and Stars. Nice. So just some some teams that uh, probably shouldn't be staying in the games with, especially yeah. the Lightning and Rangers, but yeah, sure. um, proving they're competitive. Uh, the other example is, Seven games lost by three or more this year. But uh, even though it was like nine wins by three or more, nice. compare that to like the Sharks. They've and like keep in mind, they were bad without Doughty. They were really bad without Drew Doughty for a bit. Yeah, they squeezed out of that pretty good with yeah, a half decent record. Pretty decent record, actually. Yeah. So, and yeah. that's when we were like, start, and people were starting like, ah, yeah, this team's already fallen. They're done. And like, nope. <laughs> Doughty came back and they're rolling again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh sorry, yeah, you No, no, it's fine. Uh where the hell was I here? Nine wins by three or more. And what was it, seven games lost by three or more for the Kings? And the Sharks had like twelve games lost by three or more. So like just trying to prove that the Sharks are just super, super fucking screwed here. Um <laughs> They just they yeah. like that schedule. No, I 100% agree. I 100% out. agree um, with you. I like how Edmonton's been playing. It's like super tough schedule, but it's almost what they need uh, to wake some of these guys up. Evander Kane is going to need 
to help them a lot. That's for sure. Like I said, they're really going to need McD to step up and get them through this month because this is going to be a doozy. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of I'm scared for these California teams because they have that random break. Um, I'm not sure how they come back off of that. Yeah. Um, Anaheim at least gets to play Seattle when they first come back. Maybe that's a good thing. You know, <laughs> start off be. with a start off with like a not great team, but LA and San Jose start off with Edmonton. That was the most generous way break, to do, so. to explain Seattle season I've ever yeah, heard. Kidding, huh? mm-hmm. A not so mm-hmm. great team. I wow. <laughs> I would be smiling ear to fucking ear if I was Dave Hackstall and heard that. <laughs> everybody still says the exact same shit in those interviews it's sad they're just they pretending suck. like nothing's happening they um, suck <laughs> say, other yeah, unfortunately. Notes, i'll give you some super future watch uh anaheim five home games in april so that's a little worrisome same with uh la only playing five home games in april out of 12 and 13 games so that's not something you want to see at the end of the season. <laughs> no, especially when when Anaheim's away record is ten nine and four. LA's a six or a ten six and five, which isn't that bad actually. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, LA seems to be better away than they are at home. But they're pretty consistent. Yeah, funny, huh? uh, they're yeah, pretty yeah. consistent, but Anaheim definitely takes advantage of those home games. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, the California fans go crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Is that all you got for your scheduling in the Pacific? Yeah, basically, I'm sure I could bring up a few other things that I could always bring those up in due time or some other time or reality. So, yeah, no, Um, that's what I got. Like I said, it's So, keeping your eyes on the Edmonton Oilers and San Jose Sharks, those are two teams you're like, I'd watch them and be cautious. Um. Yeah, you'll walk, you'll just we'll figure out basically everything yeah, you need to know in the next in few time. games. Absolutely, but those are your two. Um, San that... Jose, like they're probably gonna fall out. Um, like I said, Vancouver is gonna hop above San Jose by the end of the month. And should. other than that, Calgary set. They have lots of home games. Don't worry about them. They should definitely make the playoffs here. I'll just take a look. Um. Lots of games, though. 16 games in March, 19 or 15 in April for Calgary, so a little bit more than uh, some of the other teams. But, dude, uh, I don't think Vancouver can come back, but they they could have a big uh, February and be right back in the mix. Yep, for um, sure. Other than that, like L.A. and Anaheim, they have to make sure they win Maintain. these games because they, they have seven games, Anaheim, and eight games yeah. LA like you're, they have to you're keep, gonna have, they have to, to almost be perfect yeah or at least go like six and at, two or at something. least 500 at least, right yeah, you know yeah so absolutely um Jordan sorry for the long gated <laughs> no that's okay watch, but that gives um, you a good look at uh it's important to follow we're about to see you know like yeah it's, it's it's super important like this division is if you're not paying attention to it then question how much of a hockey fan you are honestly like it's the closest playoff fight there is and there's so many teams in the mix so yeah it's I mean, one thing i'd like to, to contrast about. is uh the fact that we have like a good group of good teams in the west and we have eight really good teams in, in the east, the east. Yeah. and then there's like the detroit i would almost put in there and yeah. uh what's and the islanders detroit, they can they could be islanders. part of that western group of just yeah. a bunch of good teams yep so 
it's nice to see that the whole West is technically better than like the whole bottom half of the East <laughs> than the two teams I that, mentioned. That's hey. true. That's true. Yeah. That's um, true. But Jordan, uh, did you want to give your future watch now? Yeah. Um, mine is gonna is gonna take on the, the Trevor Zegers goal. Interesting. So we we've heard obviously earlier in the year when he had his Michigan assist, we heard Michigan. Uh, <laughs> the Michigan. It's the best Dude. name oh, of all time for it, man. That's, the... that's legendary. I haven't heard that yet. Oh, you haven't heard that really? Oh no. yeah. Or at that's least been out there for. Heard. That's been out there for a bit. The dish again. It's yeah, the old dish again. It's nice. Um, but we obviously heard people's opinions on that, and some people don't like that that skill <laughs> player being in the game. Yeah, and torts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Torts is a great example, of uh, that, right? Some people don't like it, and my future watch is that I love it, and I think it's growing the game. Um. Specifically, Trevor Zegras. He's obviously been a massive, uh, massive figure in hockey this season with with all of his fancy plays. He's always on TV, especially if you're a California fan. Well, he's yeah. he's trying stuff. You know, he's one of the few guys that like goes out on a shift and kind of makes things up as he goes. You know, like oh, this might work or whatever. So it's it's nice to see creativity just. Yeah, actually think... trying to be used instead of like he doesn't do everything perfectly all the time and kind of maybe does it unsensibly sometimes but you you can get better and better at it and if you're doing dumb shit like that like what if he just makes normal moves and this is gonna blow past you or something you know so him finding that balance between that yeah no dope it's yeah, it's I the think future he's grown the sport of hockey more than anyone this season yeah no, absolutely. Uh, with all the millions of views with all of his plays, getting younger right. fans into the game. Like, I understand where Tortorella is coming from, where he's trying to say, like, I want there to be a physical element in the game, too. Yeah, like, if you just element. just say that. Like, I agree. Hitting should still be in the game. Like, fighting should oh, yeah. still Hit be in the game. Oh, yeah, some of my favorite part. Exactly. Like, that is That's still... why I like Tom Wilson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an important part of the game. But just... Because someone can score a super fancy goal doesn't mean you shouldn't have those things. Right, Just because like receivers people... in football catch the ball one-handed like with a spin move doesn't mean you can't have linemen that are 300 pounds and yeah, still hitting. Right. It's two completely different roles and positions. Like, yeah, why are we I arguing? Mean, people it? used to complain about Patrick Kane when he would pull out the fantastical people stuff. People cro- complained about Crosby when he first came in with some of the stuff he was doing. And Crosby, yeah. like, look at him now is, like, pretty uh, – I, I know if you're, like, interested in hockey, it's not boring, but, like, he doesn't do fancy, fancy, fancy stuff. He just plays the game better. Yeah, he's – Right? Like, and people used to complain about those moves he would do and the way he skated and stuff. So, I don't know. People don't always complain. I think it's wrong. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I think it's fantastic for the sport, and I think it's only going to grow it more and more. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% agree with that. No. I love that, and I'm excited to see some of these other young kids who are super talented. Yeah, exactly, right? Kids that see, oh, shit, you can be a rookie and do fucking cool shit. I'm, I'm excited to see what Ken Johnson's going to do in the NHL as one player to put my no, – no. Perfetti's yeah. pretty pretty silky too. Like, I really like him. Like, there's a lot of guys out there I'm really, yep. really intrigued in. So, But – Anyways, uh, that's, is that what you got for your future watch, Yeah, Jordan? that's what I got. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to 
jump into mine quick and mine is a penguins one sorry for the theme today i've been just really happy with how we're playing and good news around but it's about Sidney crosby uh as watch for tomorrow's game against the capitals february 1st if you don't know is Sidney crosby is only two goals away from scoring his 500 career goals which is second among penguins um and I not even 600 yet eh? no not 600 yet unfortunately but getting 500 <laughs> is still pretty insane two more goals away. Yeah, yeah. hopefully if he can do it against the caps in front of ov and we win like ot winning goal that'd be like the best thing of the year i'm so happy. oh yeah that <laughs> that'd be, be like my that favorite would be thing awesome that would no be like doubt. oh i would rip you all podcast jordan if that happens, if, <laughs> if Crosby that. gets two goals <laughs> against you and Penn's win, I'm going to rip you the whole time <laughs> about it. So I'm just excited oh, about Lord. that. Um, the biggest downside is this. If he doesn't get it in the two games, or the two goals uh, in the Caps game, he has to wait till after the All-Star game. So I know, like, oh, poor no, Crosby, no, but, like, that could That's... shake it, and we could be waiting months. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? I... Oh, no. <laughs> might, might wait an extra game or two because of that. Um, yeah. but, but no, just wanted to throw that out there. He's super cool. No, that'll be a good game. The old classic great. Washington-Pittsburgh game. Yeah, My man. God, are those yeah, games good. The old Battle of the Titans. And these two are having, like, insane years for their ages. Like, Crosby yeah. coming off an injury and still putting up the numbers and playing the way he is. And OV being an MVP um, contender, like yeah, yep. it's it's gonna be one of the better games we've seen over yep. over the Crosby OV era. I hope so. Uh, I just wanted to future watch that for tomorrow's game. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. So, absolutely. Uh, well, now uh, that's our future watch segment. I'm gonna jump into a bit of news around the league. So, guys, just jump in when you feel uh, need. If there's a team you want to talk about specifically, I can't speak. Uh, specifically. Specifically, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start calling it specifically because it's easier. Yeah. It's the NHL, so we'll just call. It, we can yeah. call it the Pacific. Yeah, the <laughs> Pacific team that you want to talk about, um, just Perfect. go for it, okay? So yeah. uh, let's start with the New York Rangers as they retire Henrik Lundqvist, number 30 the other night against yep, Dallas. gets retired in Madison, Madison Square Garden, I love Yeah, it. and he jinxed his team by saying, I think he said something along the lines of Zook wasn't going to score or something like that, and then he scored to tie the game, um, funny enough, so... Just wanted to, and he was went on a couple of interviews and stuff, and he's super honored. Like everyone, I love Hank. Like I miss him yeah. in the game so much. I hate that he had to retire early with that heart condition. Yeah, um, me too, man. I wish yeah. I could have seen him play in a capster. Yeah, that would have been interesting. But we probably wouldn't have Vitek Manchek the way he is now if, yeah. if that happens, yeah. right? So gotta take the good with the bad. But no, uh, no that's just a good point. Hats off to Hank's career. Well-deserved to retire. Yeah, one 30. of the most humble like, players ever. Oh, yeah. One of the best goalies in top five all-time, yeah, Hank? Yeah, certainly. Is that certainly. Chase? Is that maybe top ten? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Five? Sure. Easily ten. top ten. Easily like, top ten, sure. but is top five. There's, like, there's technically a lot of goalies, but in recent like memory, like in the last – 20 years like he's for surely like i would say probably the best because i don't know who else has been that good that consistently other than uh, based on early 2000s if you want to go that late yeah that's technically 20 90s 90s 2000s well broder played in the cup final in 2012 so 
2014, yeah. I think. It's so, so crazy how so recent Broder that is. is. Yeah, it's still pretty re- recent. Like it's like Wall Broder. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah. Definitely been awesome. He's man. outstanding. So I want to bring that up. Uh, we got a bit of Golden Knights. They got a signing that care. they made, an extension, I guess. Uh, they extend Braden McNam to a three-year. total uh, AAV of 2.85. So he's 31. um, Obviously been on the team for... Was he expansion pick or was he... Yeah, yeah, he was the expansion pick. I thought so. So he's one of the few that's still there um, from the expansion. Um, Let's try and pull up his stats. I hate stats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, God, he's he dope, does man. Lots for that team. Nineteen minutes on ice, averaging. Yeah, um, super good defensive defenseman. He's from Saskatchewan. He's from Davidson. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So love it, love Saskatchewan a Saskatchewan boys. boy making a couple mil per year. So yeah. big. He's strong. he's the glue on that defense, man. Yeah, he's man. awesome. I think he's so important. Yeah, yeah. I hundred percent agree. So super. Super good for the nice to extend him as everyone on their team seems to be just locked up. Um, seemingly for the future, there's a few guys, yeah. but they're really making sure they know who they're keeping for the long run. But, uh, yeah. do you guys have anything else on the Knights? Yeah, they uh, literally that same day they they signed Mike Amadio to a two year extension worth 762k. Yeah, and they also signed, which is Logan funny Thompson because, yeah, they claimed. They, yeah, they claimed uh, Amadeo off waivers from the Leafs. And sorry, what was the air name you said again? Logan Thompson, the goalie. Logan Thompson, yeah. Um, and he's uh, three years worth seven hundred and sixty-six k. So yeah, so that's awesome. The um, joke is that Vegas stopped their simulation to do all their contracts at once. <laughs> <laughs> that would make complete sense. <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, good signings for them, like we said. Yeah, certainly. Just great depth pieces, and obviously Braden McNabb is certainly a huge more piece for the team. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, moving on to the Vancouver Canucks, a lot of interesting news on them. Let's start with a rookie goaltender, Spencer Martin, as he got his first career win against the Winnipeg Jets. I believe it was a 5-1 thumping by the Canucks. Um, he had a great game. Boudreaux was super proud and happy mm-hmm. of how he played and everything which it's just nice to see a rookie goalie coming in and get the win and that big of a win too five one yeah it's got to be so big on your confidence yeah absolutely and uh a couple we talked about patrick alvin being gm last week right i'm pretty sure we did last pod um but more trade news along that I so. yeah we did i remember now um but more trade news about that couple of teams are asking Vancouver about Connor Garland, and they're actually willing to listen. They're w- really listening on trading potential of trading away Connor Garland, which I was just blown away by hearing that because he's been one of their best players this year consistently, even when they were struggling. So uh, what do you guys think of Garland potentially being on the block? Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good one because I remember when they were really struggling. Everybody he was, was staring those pictures of Garland in his mini stick position, putting in the <laughs> putting in the effort while everybody yeah. else is just coasting, skating between people's legs with his mini stick, scoring, sniping Gino. So yeah, like the Enterprise commercial. Instead of a small goalie, it's a small forward. Um, yeah, but... so it's a bit of a weird one for me because <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree. He's somebody who's put a wicked effort in for the Knucks this season. Yeah, I, I, the only way, like, I get why they're doing it for cap space. Like, that's one way, but yeah, or if you yeah, get a it's... wicked return, yeah, that, that too, way. depending on that. what 
what direction they want to go. But I, I was just intrigued by this because if Garland's available, then that means pretty much everyone's got to be except for what? Like Patterson, Besser, yeah. Hughes? It's probably like, just Patterson and uh, Hughes. Hughes, the way that the Bozer talk's been going. Yeah. Just because Bozer and Miller are those two guys that seemingly people actually want, so they I, might I trade them because Miller they might get the traded. right call. I Bozer's the right age to keep is the difference, though. I fully agree. If they with that. want to, right? Like it depends on if you want to trade a forward. I'd personally trade Miller just age wise. He's better, but I don't yeah, know. exactly. I would also trade Miller and make the team be better. He's worth so much right now. That's the only reason. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd, King's ransom. I'd, yeah, I'd be packaging him with Myers and yeah, 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 <laughs> getting a defense and calling it a day right on the defense. We'll walk away. I 100% agree with that. But yeah, that no, I'm real, sweet. real uh, rattled with this. Uh, yeah, what's going on here? I want to wonder what their yeah, notes and what they're gonna say on, for uh, rumors in the future when it gets closer to the deadline. Because sure. I can see Garland being a, a guy that they trade. Like you can probably move one of these, one of these guys for sure. But yeah, it's just it's it's definitely strange. Like I said in the other episode, it's it's a pretty young team. So like in all reality. Yep. It's not that big of a deal, but it's just it's surprising that you signed just signed Garland. He's actually playing really well for the team and you want to trade him. Right? It's just the fastest 180. I know it's a new GM and president, but intrigues because if I'm a team, I'm all over looking to get a Garland for my second, third line. All over for five million. Like that's exactly what you're talking about. I definitely fire plug. I would sacrifice Garland to be able to keep everybody else, though, I think. That's fair. I, now that yeah, I kind of look at it. I, I also... So if that's what you yeah. have to sacrifice, like, if you have to sacrifice somebody... Yeah, if you do... But then again, you also look at... Why don't you just look at Pearson and Poolman and just be like, okay, I'm done. Two deaf yeah, guys, it's easily replaceable. Not as worth it, you know? Not as know. worth it, not getting the things you want out of a trade and blah, I think blah, Pearson, blah, or Pearson's a good knows. name to leave the team, though, and if you need Poolman's... I totally agree, too. hey? So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just an option. up yet there? Pearson, like yeah, that guy. Next oh, year, no, he's got he's got two term. more years after two this. more years after this. Yeah, so yeah. a team will bite on that. Someone always does. Um, no doubt for something, but if they want it moved, Tyler yeah. Mate has been a guy that a lot of people have been talking about. I don't know if he's I like him. I like him. I, I like. He him. He's Leonard, always but... yeah. He wants to be a Canuck. He left yeah, and then came back because he wasn't playing as good anywhere else. So I think <laughs> yeah, he'll. They love him on their depth. Yeah, he's really good on the team. I don't see him leaving unless he wants to go to a playoff contender. But even then, it's maybe. That Lamico's been playing pretty pretty damn good actually. Since I wonder if they trade he, Dickinson he too. That's another guy like who's just yeah, not. He's been pretty. Poor. He's been all right. Nothing like poor for wise, cap, really being in a cap situation, team. and he's a problem in it. So, but mm-hmm. no. Uh, do you guys have anything else on Vancouver before we so we can move on? Um, that Lamico's got two giveaways last time I looked. Yeah, Thirty-five yeah. games. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. No, he's been pretty clutch for those guys. Actually, surprisingly, for for a depth guy, this being more or less his full first full full year. Absolutely. Um, moving on, I got a little bit more Canadian team trade talk as we got the Leafs here. As uh, they have been called about Peter Morazic, and there's a lot of interest in him. 
but they Dubis did say if he's going to make a goalie decision, it's not going to be made until the offseason. So don't be looking at the deadline for a Mrazic trade, but maybe at the draft or after. So Yeah, um, I certainly this is going to be a draft with a lot of moves happening. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Mrazic probably will get traded unless he is has a surge into the second season where he's just too good to get rid of. Um just to keep Campbell. I don't think they can afford him with yeah. So from, from what I'm thinking, I feel like that was that that's what their plan was was Toronto's was to if they were gonna make a goaltending move, it was in the in the offseason. Yeah. I yeah. think it, I think it's changing now because people are offering and maybe they think, can find yeah, a different different uh, solution wait. that's cheaper. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's traded, honestly. I, really I, I would be. Honestly, I would be shocked if they trade him at the at the deadline. After, not a chance. But if it's before the deadline, I would be a little surprised. Um, I know you can make stuff work like that, but it's just... Unless they're doing a big blockbuster, don't see it. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyways, moving off of the lease, unless you guys have anything else. Uh, over to Philly. I think you brought this up earlier, but I'm just going to reiterate it in case we didn't. The Flyers snapped their 13-game losing streak in versus the LA Kings in overtime. Uh, I think you brought that up, Jordan, no? Yep, I did. Yeah, I thought so. Um, cool. Moving off them, because we talked about them a lot last pod, let's go to the Florida Panthers. Uh, some good news for Sasha Barkoff as he scored his 200th goal and 500th point the other night. Quickly because nice. just an insane well i quickly becoming an insane player he already is an insane player but just 500 points already seems so quick um it's just crazy how creative a player he is uh and on the trade side of florida we got owen tippett is potentially being used as trade bait uh which yeah, another, wow, yeah. another name i found very intriguing That's when they threw just... it up hey Oh, I don't like that. Like, uh, I know you guys are going for it, but like, he can probably now. Like, I'm, I'm wondering because we were talking about Chikrin. He's a first round pick. Well, that's why they're flaunting him because I, I wonder if that's exactly. I wonder if. uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Is this an option? That's what I'm saying. Is that like? I think. Why don't you go tip it? Like, I don't know about. Uh, what if you went you know? Tippett, Denisenko, and a first? That's not that far uh, off. The eh? old, the old Denisenko. Something like that. Window. Like yeah, there's an options there. So no, they I have know. a lot of guys to be able to do it. That's for sure. But, yeah, no, I'm just surprised. Oh yeah, I guess say hey, for next week. Some interesting. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. I just want to tease that before. Let's move on to the. I was going to say Colorado and LA, but we brought those up. So let's move on to just some other hockey news, actually. I got all the NHL news. So uh, after I get some of this other stuff done, if you guys want to just jump in with any teams I didn't mention, go ahead. Um, to start, Jeremy Colton is set to replace Claude Julian at the Olympics now because Julian got hurt. I don't know what the injury was or anything, uh, but he's just not able to go. So now Colton's going. Um <laughs> And uh, then two bad things. I hate to end the news on a sour note, but um, it's news. We've got to talk about it. Uh, Jacob Panetta, we talked about him last week. Uh, He's suspended for the rest of the season in the ECHL for his racial gesture on Jordan Subban. So uh, that's good 
frankly. Like I, I'm glad he's suspended for the rest of the season because he should be for that. It's not okay. Hopefully he can prove that he's a better person later. But And then one other bad, form of bad news too, as former Vancouver Canuck Jake Vertanen was formally charged with sexual assault. Um, if you remember, there's allegations about, when was this, Jordan? A year? A uh, year and a half ago? Something yeah, about like a year and a half ago. I remember us talking a little about longer, it. Maybe almost two years now. Yeah, um, and the investigation is finalized and he was charged. So, um, yeah. obviously, feel Good news for, for the victims involved. Yeah, and... yeah, the victim. It was one charge of sexual assault for one victim. Yeah. Uh, so, like, not that it's ever... I don't want to say good in this scenario at all. Um, it was one person, not a good thing. I'm just... I feel awful for that person, obviously, and... Uh, good thing the Vancouver bought him out when they did. Yeah, they made so, the right move. Made the right move. Um, anyways, that's all I got for news. Do you guys have any other things throughout the league you want to bring up before we jump into Jordan's injury corner? No, I just think it's really dumb that they're shopping Tibbet. <laughs> <laughs> you go back on that? Absolutely. Um, anyways, well... I guess that leaves us perfectly to segue into some injuries if you guys got nothing, so. Yeah. Perfect. Um, did anybody bring up Bozak playing 800 games? No, no. I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yeah. That. Yeah, I got number 800, another Saskatchewan boy, I believe. Oh, or yeah. That's awesome great. That's great. I love that. Love that for Bozak. 800 games. Wow. Yeah. Old man. Old Anyways. Old man. <laughs> let's jump in to Jordan's Injury Corner. start with we have unfortunate sharks news eric carlson will be out after having a successful left arm surgery to repair a small muscle tear right now he'll be reevaluated in march but these kind of injuries vary in their length so not yeah. an accurate timeline yet but march yeah. will not just piles on to Chase's future watch of Carlson having a great season. Now he's done for, did you say timeline at all? Sorry. Um, no, you said it's complicated, compli- but they didn't it's list complicated. Any. No more at March. He'll be out at least until March. So. La- okay. Eric Carlson. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. So. It's probably about his ankle then. His, no, his ankle. That's been three to repair. <laughs> oh, wow. There. Yeah probably it's probably hidden because it is his ankle because they've been just <laughs> trying to pretend like his ankle hasn't been har- harboring his play for the last Four since years, he got traded three years two years yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, teddy bluger he'll be out six to eight weeks after fracturing his jaw yeah that uh bringing that up uh, to i that hit was pretty questionable and there was no substantial anything on it i think he at least been kicked out of the game for it was to the head so if you ever sit myers out then that one i don't um, think you do yeah kevin lankinen he'll be out two to three weeks with a hand injury get flurry more games before the deadline yeah <laughs> uh drake batherson after his his yeah Arundel. information yeah, he'll miss at least two months with a high ankle sprain. Bullshit, man. Yeah. So I'm so annoyed that Aaron Dell did that because it's so unnecessary. Yeah, what a dick host. What a what crybaby. Jeez, uh, Alex Texier, he'll miss at least two weeks with a hand injury. 
Hopefully that heals good because that's his bread and butter right there is his hands. Yeah, exactly. Uh, David Savard, he'll be out till the end of March with a right ankle injury. Man, Montreal cannot catch a break this year. Like, nope. it, it was funny at the first half of the season. Like, haha, the half suck. Like, it's always funny when, like, teams like that, that everyone loves, yeah, are supposed to be better or bad. But, like, this away. is getting ridiculous. Like, I, like, I don't I want them this to be, is like... Montreal bar one, so I guess I'll say the one that isn't. Okay, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go through the one that isn't, then we'll... Then uh, go through them all, we'll talk He's currently out week to week with an upper body injury. Not uh, an accurate timeline yet, but... Uh, keep going. Might as well get through all the Montreal ones. All right, Montreal. So I said David Savard. We've got Matthew Chris. Perot. He'll yeah. be out till the end of February with a lower body injury. Jesus. And Sorry, finally, <laughs> Jonathan guys. Druin is out with a wrist injury, and there is not a timeline yet. Man, this is ridiculous. Like that's right. That Sorry, that's it for the injuries, but we have an update on price as yeah. you uh, earlier I mentioned. Sort of brought up. Yeah. Uh. So Price and his goalie coach have both indicated that his knee he that his knee rehab is progressing. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. He did. And, he did send out a note to the fans saying that yeah. it is going well. The next couple of weeks will be really big and will be a really big tell. But he has said himself. If he has another setback, he will start the process over again and can, can and continue. That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's so not, we don't have to worry about Price retiring super early. Not not just yet. Not yet. He, um, Brendan Gallagher talked about it to the media, and and he said he is a warrior unlike any other goalie, and I think yeah. that's something. I believe said. it. I like. He's always been a quiet guy. I wonder what's all been. Yeah. Happened. Well, and he went to rehab for mental health issues that he he put to the side to prioritize hockey. This guy has all my respect and more. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. This Absolutely. is a quote it's of so uh, Price. Price said, "It's uh, he's hoping to play. Obviously, like you're saying, he's like it's part of my identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, which, literally, no which is Montreal at this point is his identity. He loves Montreal, and he has said he has absolutely no plans of." of leaving and he was ecstatic that Seattle didn't select him. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they called the bluff. I want to see an alternate universe where Seattle took him. I really do. I don't know why. So crazy. It would have been so crazy where they take him, Tarasenko. Yeah. Take him literally a day before his surgery. Yeah. Like that would be, that'd be fine. I'd be like, yeah, just chill for the year. Like we'll get Drieger as well. Still. We'll, uh, We'll have Vanacek that year. Trade Vanacek next year when you're healthy. And well, hey, maybe we're seeing it. It's just because Price hasn't played the whole time. Maybe yeah, we're exactly. on the same team and you just had Price just not playing right now. That's yeah, what exactly. that's what would be happening. Well, exactly. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Seattle's going to be bad yeah. anyways. Take a couple different guys and then next so year. So, we would have like... got traded back. <laughs> <laughs> if they could, yeah, they'd have to worry about doing weird stuff there. Because but... Montreal would just be able to make so many moves with all yeah. this space and just True. create the epic team quick and then they'll just pay up all yeah. of King Midas's gold for half retained price at the <laughs> two years I, there's talks about that that's like, what would have happened there's some fuzziness there about trading like where you're not allowed to but there's a, probably a loophole where you can do something but um, it's interesting for sure yeah an expansion pick is not a trade so yeah well they did say they did say 
at the expansion. Oh, yeah, right. They didn't. They right, couldn't yeah. after the first year, but I don't know if it meant, like, oh, could yeah, you right, retain right. after two years and, or yeah, whatever? I don't, like, not, right? I don't know what the deal was with it, but I, they couldn't retain after one year for sure. It might be the whole time, though. But I don't know. I have no idea. So, anyways, uh, that's all you got for your injury corner, Jordan? That's it. That's it, yeah. Um, you can open your ears if you're a Montreal fan. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. Like, I feel for you guys. I feel for half. Yeah. <laughs> I remember so uh, saying, like, well, at least there's, like, there's one positive news. Yeah, I think it was, like, 20, 25 games in or something. Like, there's at least some positive news. Price might come back in the next month or month or so. Yeah, um, no, Edmondson it's... might come back, and, like, a couple other guys might I come back. I remember that. Pod, everybody's yeah. not playing good. So, like, you know, like, in all reality, maybe you have a better second half. Yeah. You actually have a team to watch. And it's just been nothing but the next guy getting hurt or COVID yeah, or no, no exactly. nobody plays. <laughs> You're not even playing. Yeah. And then Michael Pizzetta is your best player for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I feel for you, Habs fans, but it, it'll get better once you guys get like Shane Wright or something or like Savoy or. Yeah. It may look bad, but it's better. It will get the better. Shittier, when... The shittier you do, the better it is. Yeah. Like, Maybe you can draft Buffalo, a right-handed D-man this year. <laughs> Technically, Buffalo's losing that Eichel trade right now because they yeah. are in fifth last, not last. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, anyways, uh, that's all we got for the injury corner. Should we move into our final All-Star? I guess our final All-Star game segment, but our final segment for today and our second last All-Star segment. You guys ready yeah, for it? Cool. Uh, so... What we did, I, you guys should know, we kind of talked about last podcast. We did a rookie all-star lineup. Chase, did you go through and do a 23-man rookie roster? Or did you? I did. Just, you did? Okay. I didn't know if yeah. you were going to do that or just a starting lineup. Jordan and I just yeah. did a starting lineup. So, Chase, Let's I will... talk about that first. Yeah, I'm going to throw it to you first. first. You want to talk starting lineup first? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, let's just do that. Okay, let's, do uh, that. let's start net then. Um, where do you, what do you guys got net? This one I feel is going to be interesting because there's a lot of options. Um, I in all reality, I sh- I have Nadelkovic, but I shouldn't because I technically have him on one of the All Star teams. Right. So <laughs> technically, but he was the extra goalie. So yeah. Like, uh, so. I don't know. So I do have Nadelkovic, um, but I, I feel you, man. I feel yep. bad for the next two guys to not yeah. put them up there. In I have Kokkinen over Vegmelka just because of his wins. And uh, if you look at Kokkinen's stats right now, it's pretty, Fair pretty nasty. Fair enough. I went Vegmelka um, because literally this guy came out of nowhere and he's a starting goalie for – and it's Arizona. You're not going to get the wins like – they could have had Carey Price. They're not getting the wins. Well, like the, it, right. The the reason I would put him in is basically they look like a different team when he's yep. in the net. They look like they have a spry hope to win. They do. And he hey. looks like he has a spry hope to win too. And like you shouldn't. You're you're playing goalie for Arizona. You shouldn't even. That's and that's play exactly like you think it. You can win. And that's does, exactly so. why I picked him. Like I just I, I feel like he needs more credit for what he's done for Arizona. Like in the one year, he has been the best goalie they've had since Mike Smith already. <laughs> it's 40 games yeah. in he's played 30 or something and he's the best goalie well i guess kemper was pretty good for a bit but like i don't know like he's just he's like you said getting yeah, a chance to I win put, i put kakinen but it was definitely yeah. between him and kakinen yeah i know there's a lot and billy huso had he played more games i probably would put huso in um, yeah jeremy swayman was another name i looked at too had they not brought in rask I, yeah like, like another name right like, there's a lot of good goalies serious. 
you know, let's be serious about what could happen in the end of the season here. Um, Cam Talbot could play more Kakinen. This could yeah. be like he could be ten more games max yeah. uh, the rest of the year. Um, Swayman Rask could be could the backup goalie for the rest of the year. Yeah, Rask um, could get hurt, not play. Vegmelka could keep playing the same amount of games he's playing and get to like a 40, 50, just below five hundred you know? record. Like, like yeah, that's like, that's that's pretty impressive. Well, the guys on Arizona he's got a nine hundred two save percentage. That's, that's insanely that's, impressive. Yeah, if he keeps that above nine hundred, then like. Yeah, some so guy. Just um, a couple of goalies. There's so Stuart many. Skinner could always steal Stuart the Skinner. spotlight, man. Like he's played 12 games at least. Like, you know, I realistically, Kakinen played has only played 16 games. He's yeah. only started 14, but he's got 10 wins. Um, and I know he's 9-2-2 save percentage. Another guy. <laughs> I know. I know he's not in the NHL right now, but there's always a chance Spencer Knight comes back to the NHL and lights it up for couple months yeah, he's been playing some games he's so. here and there like he's yeah, up and down ahl yeah um so it's just yeah that's another Luko name with yeah. the, the stats Bubble. he's getting like if he all of a sudden gets the whole load for some unknown reason then like sure. he could easily just climb right to the a starting role like yeah that's what absolutely. i'm interested about on is that's why i like about the rookie goal not who i'm naming right now but who would i name at the end of the season you yeah. know because like i couldn't even guess right now i'm just no, assuming it's no. gonna be nadopovich because he's that guy but who cares about that like i want to absolutely. know who's the next goalie right like, absolutely um there's so many one i want Kapanen or capo capo Kakinen to Kakinen. actually play all these games because i think he looks way better than talbot i think the so team looks I, better hey. with him in there man like i know that's crazy i agree i harm agree but should we move on to the defense to yeah. the defense what do you well, got boys? for us boys can you guess who I got? I got the big man, Mo Sider. I actually yes. went right-handed yeah. here, boys. Oh, I'm did sorry you? there, Ooh. boys. I didn't take the man of Ferrovari. I took I... Alexander Carrier. Yeah, I looked at Carrier, I took two right-handed D-man and put him in there because Carrier plays like uh, PK with Ekholm, and he plays yeah. like a ridiculous amount with him. He already plays so many minutes. He's he's been uh, a beast on that team. Talk about not needing Ryan Ellis because he got Alexander Carrier. Yeah, that's so, for sure. That's what um, I'm going with. I don't disagree. I went Faribari and Cider. Um, yeah, me too. I assume Jordan. Yeah, I knew Jordan would too. Um, Faribari's he, the way you talked about him last, and I looked in like his defensive stats. No doubt. Like, He's the best defensive defenseman for a rookie right now. Other, well, yeah. Sider probably is actually, well, but like an unbelievable still. plus minus as well. Yeah, exactly. And and then Mo is Mo. Like it's Mo Sider. Yeah, Mo Sider is the first name there. Right? First, he he's probably if he's not the first name on this list, he's second or third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just to give you some comparisons, uh, Ferrari a plus fifteen right now, and Carrier's a plus thirteen. Uh, Carrier's got 16 points this year, boys. Yeah, he's um, really it's pretty good. epic for just some guy right averaging 20, demon. almost 21 minutes. We've even for got sure. some power play points. He's got three power play points. Like, what's yeah. going on there? Not that it matters. He's an he's offensive Short-handed goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and I pick Farabari because he's like 19, 20 minutes a night. So, yep, still good. Um, yeah, no, they're equal, still equal. Solid picks. Definitely, because Ferrari plays on the PK too, and been solid for sure. Anyway, solid. Should we each list our one different forward that we might have (laughs) (laughs) with Zegers and Raymond? Because we both know Zegers and Raymond are on this team. Yeah. um, So who's your other player? Okay, it's I'm I'm gonna bring up the guy that I was talking about earlier in the episode as. 
Hmm. Like, I don't really want to because I want to go not Gene because he's an actual left winger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going Anton Lundell, dude. Like, yeah. those guys, I, I almost want to put him... to left wing too, right? Like, he plays both. But... Yeah, true that. Hey, one of those guys, you're right. I didn't even think about Zegers going <laughs> to the wing. Yeah. Never looked... even thought about it because he has been playing. Lundell, I will tell like you, that. Lundell was in my top three. As a... Yeah, as yeah, a center. Yeah. yeah, as Lund- a center. Lundell made my top three. I will give you some... Dude, this guy's like the best in the league for takeaways right yeah. now. Like he has He's, he's going to be the next The Bergeron. most takeaways other than like... Uh, or Barkov, yeah, I guess. Some guys that are too ridiculously good. He's going to be so um, much but, like Barkov. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, really top cool. of the league uh, with at least 25 games played with 3.9. Four basically takeaways per 60. Yeah. He's also second in the league with 243 on the PK per game. Nice. So That's he plays awesome. like a shitload on the PK. Um, almost four blocks per 60. He's a plus 16, Anton Mundell. He's got 26 points in 39 games. Like, I, I'm, almost, I'm almost like he's – like, why are we not talking about him instead of Raymond Zegers? Like, this guy has been because amazing. Like, the only reason I, I is think because he's Florida. playing a lower – lower uh lineup like he's probably not playing I, against i wonder if it's like he's maybe, on but... florida though i think that's it well like, yeah that's they're so helps. so good that like you get lost in the mix because yeah, there's so many yeah. good players i wonder if that's man. the case hey yeah so but yeah he's a plus actually yeah that's funny he's a plus 20 now he must have played the game the other day now he's a plus 20 with 27 points got a point too like what a guy yeah, um average 16 and a half minutes like it's not much but like Dude, this guy is so impressive and important for this Florida team. So yeah. I, 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 I could talk about him for the next 15 minutes, man. Like, that's 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 amazing. Him and, like, that Lundstrom are really two guys that I like watching that are just in the weeds on these teams that they may not get much recognition, but they're probably just as important as, like, the guys playing, like, uh, Verhage and Duclair and these guys just being the compliment guys for Barkov and Huberto, yeah. like it's 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 awesome. Love to see that out of a kid to be the defensive guy you lean on. Pretty madness. Absolutely. Yeah, it's insane. I love it. Um, uh, Jordan, who do you got? What's your other forward? You made me want to change it to Lundell. Honestly, like <laughs> oh, he's so he's, good. he almost made me want to change it. Mine, oh. but. Jordan, what do you got for us? I've got Michael Bunting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't like completely disagree at all. <laughs> um I mean this is just a guy like I, I, I'm thinking about these lines too. This is a guy who plays so well with stars. I think he would fit perfectly with these two guys. Yeah. See, like that's why I had not Gene technically, and I just had Mondell as my second center yeah. because if you're making a no, line starting you. lineup, is not Gene. Yeah, Zegers and Raymond, like holy shit! And like you said, Bunting is the same type of guy when it comes to Tanner Chino, like same sort of physical aspect and speed yeah. that they can and bring. Chino so. just scores more. That's the difference. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah exactly. No, I like say that. that. Funny oh. you say that because I I got Tanner Chino. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Hey. So it's I, I Bunting's good. Like, he's a good scorer. He's fight. Um, but after watching in that Detroit Red Wings game, get a hat trick and then also like trip over his own skates and into the boards, <laughs> I think I'm going to pick Tanner Janot. Um, no, I'm picking Janot because he's changed this Nashville offense with just he's his forechecking. He can, yeah, he can score. He forechecks. He plays 15, 16 minutes a night. 
Um, like he's just like plays on the PK. Yeah, dog PK too. man. Like, like he's so thirty on the PK. So good. Like, yeah, not yeah, giving he, the puck away, getting almost no. three blocks per sixty. Like this guy's decent. He does like 20, everything. Twenty percent shooting percentage. I wonder yeah. if that dropped yet. Like my yeah, god, it's like eighteen pretty much. Yeah, it's insane. Um, oh, it dropped a little bit. It so dropped well, a little bit. It's at eighteen percent. Three uh, game winning goals. That's what it says here, anyways. Um, yeah, three no, it's game winning goals. He is Zegers. legit. Like he's just he's. He's just big, strong, and outpowers everyone, and they can score too. Like I just, I love what he's done and brought to Nashville's offense when nobody's ever done that, seemingly. <laughs> no doubt. But no, no doubt. Um, for the most part, pretty similar teams. Like I thought, like we got three of the same names, at least all of us. Like Jordan and I have the same defense and such. So a lot of rookie names. Uh, but there's so many we still miss. Chase, do you want to continue and rifle off a couple more names for us? Oh yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. There's um, at least three I can think of off top of my dome. I'm like, how, how did I not put him in? <laughs> well, I'm gonna start off with two guys that technically don't deserve it, but I think will deserve it later. So they're kind of like not really in my and lineup, then, but I yeah. have them as my extra guys, and that's Quentin Byfield and the Peyton of the Krebs. Yeah, because by the end of the year, these guys are probably going to be. They, they're you're in the top like, well, 10 of scoring probably or top 15 <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, the call failed last year. year right yeah call yeah, failed so. last season so no um no doubt so other than those two guys the actual guys in my starting lineup i got cole cylinder yep I that's a big Dawson. one yeah he's he's been these next fantastic. two names are the two biggest names i had that were close to lundell and uh Janelle. yeah exactly um do you know what the differential is for Columbus? Do you have that close? Because um, the differential? old... Yeah, for I Columbus. do, actually. Uh, differential for Columbus is... Where is it going? Right there. Uh, minus 19. Minus 19. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they let in a lot of goals lately. <laughs> like, That's pretty good. I didn't think they'd be that... Oh, you thought they'd be worse? Yeah, oh, I yeah. thought they would be a little bit worse, honestly. No. Honestly, no, they're pretty good. No. They're they're pretty because they score a lot. They also score like remember what I was saying at the start of the podcast. They either lose the game by six goals or score six goals, seemingly mm-hmm. in Columbus. So mm-hmm. I think that's a big reason. Yeah, yeah, nothing Chanikov's super impressive. Scoring a lot. Yeah. Nothing super impressive out of uh, Sillinger getting a point every second game. Is Not even only playing 18? like thirteen and a half. It's just yeah, he's got eighteen drafted. and was. 14th, 16th overall, whatever it was. Like, I always forget. Yeah, uh, thir- yeah 11th, I want to say, yeah, or something. Something stupid. One, uh, like... one, one of those, but yeah, 48% face-off percentage is actually almost 49. That's, that's not bad that's for crazy. an 18-year-old. That's Holy really shit, good. Man. Yeah, that's yeah like, that's so his cool. dad was a NHL player, too, a really good one, so that probably helps. Get yeah, lots of training and from him at a younger age. Learned how yeah, to do he's it. awesome. I, he's going to be uh, amazing for this team. Like, he is going to be their big two-way guy, like yeah. real big. Ken Johnson guy will be their team. offensive guy, and he's going to be their shutdown. Twelfth in rookies right now, and even strength time on ice. For sure, if that means anything to you. Um, who else we got? Dawson Mercer is in so, there, obviously. Yeah, another one. He's Love just Dawson a. Mercer. 
complete beauty. He's fourth in the league in total ice time for rookie forwards. Uh, He's just one of those few players that just instantly made an impact of a new new legs like yeah and that impacts on two minutes on the power play uh, yep. per game so that's impressive stuff for him um what else do i got for the mercer six and rookie forwards and points 22 points so point every other game um staying close to an even he's minus five so decent enough decent enough um next guy i can bring up let's go to alex new hook yeah um slow start yeah. but Nothing so impressive, but I like how he's just kind of settled in and brought his own game and really has done as much as he can. Like, it's it's only 13 and a half minutes a game, so you can't expect too much. Uh, he's getting his power play time, and he's producing on the power play. He's got uh, four points, three power play goals. Uh, you hold a new hook, so good on him. Just looks good. I, I I see him getting better as the year goes on, which is why it's yep. it's easy to put him in for sure. Um, Seth Jarvis. Yeah, uh, man, he's legit too. He's he, he's, he's going to be he's a scorer. Like, he's, Almost he's the same be... situation as I'm talking with New Hook. Yeah, these guys are in the exact same situation. Exact just same. Hanging just out. Just one in the east, one's in the west. Like that's the yeah. difference. Hanging out, doing basically the exact same thing. Um, yeah. yeah, like the same power play, one twenty-five power play. Like there's, they're the same guy on different teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, literally plus eight. Seth Jarvis, New Hook plus seven. Seth Jarvis, eighteen points, and New Hook sixteen. So it's funny. And that sort of sense. Next guy I'll bring up is Jonathan Dolan off yeah, of San, San Jose. Sharks, like he's probably something I should have brought up before Newhook and Jarvis, just because of his impact on that team this year. Yeah. It's something I brought up early in the year that I thought him and Ballsers could really bring a lot to this team and they create a balance for this team lost. to not yeah. be shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and Barabano's been the other guy instead of uh, yeah, like Balser. Not that Balser hasn't been like unreal, but he's. Having those other extra guys helping out is always nice. But Darlene, Darlene, sorry, eight. Eight yeah. in the forwards and time on ice. 20 yeah. points, 40 games, playing 15 minutes, boys. That's a, that's a decent amount of minutes for a kid. Absolutely. Uh, though he's, I think he's like 22 or something. He's not exactly so young. Um, Arthur Kaliev was a guy as well that I felt I had to put in just Based off his goal scoring, I think he's he deserves it. Seven goals is pretty decent. Yeah, he's he's he looks good out there, and yeah, I don't know. It's not one that I love too much. In all reality, you could probably put Krebs or Byfield in there and leave Kalia about. I just thought I'd pump him up a little bit for yeah, no, for a recency bias. He's actually proving he can score. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, playing playing in the league, forty five games. Like the guys, I think he's played all games. So good for him. Absolutely. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, right. The power play. That was the other thing. Sorry. Uh, six power play points. Kaliev. Three goals. So, right. hell yeah. Uh, you guys said Michael Bunting. Yeah. That's an obvious. He's third in the lead in forwards and yeah. points. 27 and 40. Playing 15 minutes. That's huge. Um, we all know what he's doing. Philip Tomasino is yeah. my last I like forward. That a lot. Interesting Good boys, yeah. Philip Tomasino, he's I chilling right there with over, like uh, I'd pick oh, yes. Bold, I, I don't know if Boldy's gonna keep playing. I didn't put him in because he hasn't been 
Like my thing is, like, is nine games like, a season, but nine points. Edmund, that's so why. And yeah, 16 to 17 minutes. That's like a, a lot of minutes for a young guy just coming in. I like yeah. that. He's just, he's been so good for them. So I wanted to, I personally throw him Boldy, but yeah, Tom, Tomasino's there. I really hope I can put him in at the end of the year. It's kind of what I was nope, thinking with fair. him. Like, you know, that's fair. um, but yeah, Tomasino, 39 games, 15 points, so point every other game. Not playing too many minutes, but another guy that's getting it done on the power play. For sure. Um, so yeah, three goals, six assists on the power play. Another guy that's just really helped uh, Nashville uh, become a little bit more dangerous in their depth instead of Absolutely. Dale. Well, like, he's been Ellie, better Young. He's been better than what's-his-name, who we thought was supposed to be great this year, Tolvanen. So yeah, they've really yeah. Tolvanen hasn't taken that next next step. He shows nope. up every once in a while. Every so it's here just, and there he will, but not as much not, as it's not this year. It's not Tomasino's been better for sure. Mm-hmm. If um, anything, maybe look for one of these guys to blow up in like the playoffs or something because that sure. it's just not going to happen this year for Tolvanen. He's been nope. like I said, hit and miss. Yeah, um, exactly. What do you got but, for the defense? The defense is just. Stacked, man. Um, so we got the, the obvious first three of Mo and Mo Carrier, um, Carrier, and Favari. Favari. So um, yeah, what do you got for the rest yeah. of it? What do you got so for Jamie, Mister Drysdale? Obviously, yep. and they're playing almost twenty minutes a game. Nine, yeah, uh, that's insane. Yeah, nineteen it's... minutes, like. Twenty points as well. Like he doesn't have the plus minus, but I'm a little annoyed because I picked him to be my Calder Trophy winner at the start of the year, and that and I was like, I think Anaheim's sneaky good. I think they might be sneaky good this year, and they were. But Drysdale's the only one who isn't in the race. Yeah, hey, and <laughs> Sucks, technically like, he uh, is. Like, and he, he got, still like, should be there. Like he's great. Yeah, like uh, Shattenkirk really stealing all the points seemingly yes. when it comes down to it. Hey, big time, uh, but. That's just because Shattenkirk's been doing this forever and Drysdale yeah. hasn't Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's fine. Uh, two minutes on the power play for Drysdale, though, so they're giving him the time. He's yep. getting better. Uh, like I said, he's got six assists at least here. Yeah. Oh, my 16 God. 16 assists, he said. You mean? <laughs> oh, so no, six power play assists. Oh, six power play assists. Sorry. I, I 16 16 real assists. Real assists. I, I thought that's what you're going with. My bad. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, um, other than that, yeah, he's been decent. We all know he's been stepping up uh, inflated minutes because of some injuries here and there. But yeah, mainly but... they've been pretty healthy. So that's super good on him to get 20 minutes almost. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to a guy. Your favorite LA earlier. King. Mark, yeah, buddy. Shawnee Darcy. Sean looking Darcy. like a. Uh, Butte. Uh, He's so good, only played man. 28 games, so these is this one of the guys that has impressed me enough to uh, 13, give him the yeah. nod, even though we 17, have like, 18 all, all minutes, man, like 13 points. Yeah, it, it, it looks like game. it's not much, but it's uh, he's been playing 20 minutes sometimes. I think there was a game against Washington, he played like 30 minutes. Yeah, it was that's insane. insane. That is insane. <laughs> so that was that's cool. Um, that was probably when uh. Uh, Doty wasn't around or something, yeah. but any hoot nanny and a hoedown, he has been on the power play for how much time has it been? 205, so just as much as Drysdale. Um, he plays even a minute on the PK. Uh, this guy's so useful all the time. Like I said, like you said, half of a point per game, and he's only at 28 games. Yeah. Um, yeah, all I see is positivity for this guy. He's a plus two on this team. Seven power play points. He's even got a goal too, 
which like that's there's uh, Mo Sider has a power play goal, Dursey has a power play goal, Byram has a power play goal. Yeah. Kyle Capo Bianco has a power play goal. Niles Lundquist has a power play goal. And Yans Moser, that random guy on Arizona. Yeah, that's Moser. Like, those are the guys on defense that have power play goals as rookies. So close to impossible to get as a young guy. So, yeah, love everything about him. Now the next to last guy was the hardest thing to do. And I almost want to just project it now because of some of the guys that are actually up here. (laughs) I wonder if Euro Vakanainen is going to play the rest of the year and stuff like that. He'd be a guy I'd put in uh cam york even um what about lassie thompson like i was some, just about some, to throw his name out there he's played 17 some, 18 minutes in 15 games he's been real good with uh shabbat yeah man yeah man i really like lassie when i remember watching um, him um yeah i i have i have another i have another d-man in there and this is more of a defensive role one but jacob middleton is having a really That's, good season you named uh-huh. it. That's that's, that's the guy? guy. Okay. That's my I, I was guy. wondering I, if you were going to that because he's defensively yeah. outstanding I, this year. I didn't want to say it simply because I want to put my boy Dyson Mayo in there. But yeah. I think you're right. I think Middleton's I think it's Middleton, m- unfortunately. More impressive. Plus seven, 18 minutes a night on a San Jose team that gets scored on a lot. Like, that's... There's not many defense that you can say a lot of good things about, but it's him and uh, Ferraro. Are two yeah. defensively are the best. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah. And I'll, I, I feel bad because my, Mayo plays almost 21 minutes a game and yeah. three minutes shorthanded. He's like in the top five of shorthanded minutes this year. Yeah, Dyson I agree Mayo with on that Arizona. Too. So, who's so your like, extra in all reality, Wait, who's your who, Mayo is my extra. Mayo's your extra. Dyson oh, okay, Mayo so. as my extra because I put That's Middleton fine, in just because of how like kind of the things you're saying and stuff like yep. that. And in only 28 games, like he's actually put up points too. Like it's kind of, yeah, I understand the Mayo. It's the whole like Vishmelka question. Like he's on a bad team. He's playing mm-hmm. good on a bad team. Do you, yeah. how much I do you take? I've been playing with a uh, ghost of spare. So yeah, if <laughs> you can play so... with somebody that liable on defense, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I thought that's it was fair. Pretty impressive. But I'm sure uh, Middleton plays with Carlson. So let's not, I think it's to each their own. And honestly, there might be a guy ahead that we could take out if we're being, if we're making a real team to try and compete. I'm taking out a different uh, offensive D man for both of them. In. Like, yeah, yeah, right? you probably so, would. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're instantly looking at like, well, do I need a Dursey if I have Drysdale? Yeah, do you need and... Dursey or Drysdale? Like, yeah, you could probably you... just go with Mayo or something instead, or even yeah, who's I, that I, other I, fucking exactly? There's a lot uh, of guys. Guy. What Fair about Lilligren? Like, what what does Lilligren turn yep. into as time Sandine. goes on? Technically, yeah, he's a rookie this year, I think. Um, pretty sure he's still. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's true. Uh, Lilligren's been really good this year. It's another good show. Like I said with uh, earlier with Eurovac and and he yep. plays two and a half minutes shorthanded and twenty minutes per game. If it's so, consistent, he's really found himself. It's only twelve games, but yeah, like, if if he, if he does that for year, crazy enough, he does that for another ten games. I put him in instantly. But like, it's not that far off. No it's doubt. just. It's like we're a week, two weeks early on him. Uh, and hey, hey. Um, yeah, no, so no. yeah, definitely keep an eye out. But yeah, there's some awesome rookies. Like, like you said, yeah, this is a mint team. I love this. This is cool yeah. as shit, man. It is like, cool. I would team. love to see this team go up against like second year sophomore. Yo, what if what yeah. if we did like a sophomore team next week and we like. 
compared them together. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. A second year team? Like a sophomore or like a second, third year team. I was thinking just a sophomore and just pit them against because we got the under 24 team coming, right? So we'll figure it out. We'll do something cool. We'll talk about it off pod. Um, Hell yeah. But anyways, do you guys have anything else on it before I can close out this podcast um, on your teams and any players? Any players I didn't mention that you guys want to throw out there to maybe watch, Jordan? Connor McMichael. Yeah. Yeah, of course. He's been real good. There's a, there's actually quite a few guys. Like Another guy like who's technically a rookie we should be like looking for eventually if they can get healthy is Caulfield. Like, he's still an insane goal scorer. If he can find some no consistency, then I don't see why he couldn't jump up and maybe be I'll in the just, mix. But... I'll just clarify some stats on Mayo. So that 317 sure. on the PK is third among defensemen in the NHL. And that's um, not even just rookies. <laughs> that's not rookies, exactly. That's, that's, and he gets uh, like five and a half blocks per 60, which is a lot higher than a lot of defensemen. Yeah, um, super. John Carlson gets three. That compares to Adam Larson yep. at five and a half. That's so insane. maybe that's the type of guy we're looking at. Him Mayo becoming being like Larson. Yeah, like good. a Larson. He is left-handed, though, right? Is no, he's right-handed. Mayo's right-handed, right? Yeah, Mayo's right-handed, but oh, like I'm talking him up so much. But okay, let's well, go. let's go. Let's can go. I change my pick to Mayo <laughs> instead of Middleton? Because I told, I think I was looking yeah, at hey. that Moser guy instead. Oh yeah, who is he's this guy? Hey? Like, I don't know. He's just like sweet. He's sweet like, though. What is the? Who is this guy? He I've plays really, really good stats and looks mm-hmm. really good. So yeah. I don't know. I have actually one thing I want to spit out before okay. the end. Um, it's a little bit of trade bait in a sense. Some players, some stats for some players that I would think maybe some trade bait. Cool. Um, we'll start in Arizona because that's the main trade bait place. Uh, Anton Strollman. He's been playing twenty forty two uh, per game this year. Uh, nice. Only nine giveaways. So which is sure. obviously pretty good. Uh, it's under a one per 60 or whatever. What's his uh, cap gets, hit? I think it's like five and a half. That's the only issue. I know you can retain, but. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. Um, 3.4 blocks per 60, two and a half hits. Like, guys, guys not bad. out there, he's, he's not doing too bad. He had a pretty rough uh, other year, which is kind of why yeah, I wanted to bring him up. I think he looks a lot better. And I like Strawman. Tradable he, he, and a good piece for depth. Like, if somebody. Yeah needs uh like even call could colorado snag him somehow just because like him and uh what's his name johnson as your two right-handed penalty killing team that sounds yeah, like a pretty well, good time yeah uh, just don't know if the anyways, cap could work unless an injury happens yeah exactly hey um next guy on zone is the loss and Kroos, the big ticket name if they go after him or if anybody if they let him go that's for sure uh 18 Come minutes on, he Pittsburgh. plays <laughs> yeah no doubt 18 minutes he plays a game nine point eight hits per 60 so basically 10 hits per 60 what is that like 20 basically is almost playing 20 minutes so it's like three like three hits basically a game it's pretty awesome yeah uh two blocks per 60 uh gives you one and a half steals like under a giveaway per 60 so clean hockey player this guy is what i'm trying to get at um getting stats in all aspects and then we'll go to a guy we brought up and traded to the maple leafs and we did that marner thing mr miller colin miller plays 19 and a half minutes so 32 games he gets four I, hits I for think 60. he's yeah i think There's he's a, a like top three players that that'll be traded i think um if buffalo's smart 
yeah, he, yeah, he no should doubt, be man. he should be the name traded the second after Ben Chirot is traded. He's too useful to all these playoffs. Yeah, he is. You know? And that's and you need to like Buffalo's not making playoffs. Like we already know that. Get a prospect again of, yeah. or a pick. Like get something. Like keep building. You're still yeah. building. And I'll stress how important he is. Like he's almost at four blocks per sixty, which mm-hmm. is a decent clip. Um he's at four hits per sixty. He's under a giveaway per sixty with only ten on the year. Like those are lovely stats. Yeah, yeah. Those are safety men that that you need on your team. So those are just my three little trade bait stats. Like um, these guys are playing perfect. good, and I think they can really bring something to to these teams. Um, obviously, like with Kroos, like we've said it before, I don't. We don't really want him to go. Anywhere. No, <laughs> probably not exactly. a good idea. I don't, think, they want him to go I don't think they should. Right. No doubt. So. Hey. No um no it's that's awesome oh i'm gonna piggyback on that i got two things uh, i got a free agent and i got a trade uh, name to listen about uh let's start with the trade and i got claude Giroux. i'm hearing claude Giroux to colorado um if the money can work it colorado yeah, wants to do it desperately they really want to write a oh, player who can play center and oh he'd be amazing yeah. so be if they can ridiculous. so that's the thing if they can make the money work it 90% chance of happening unless a team swoops in. Um, that's the one. I also have free Frank agent Hoos. news. I have a little bit of free agent news as there's Ooh. an undrafted free agent goalie named Matt Guzda, who is a goalie oh, yeah. for the Owen Sound Storm in, uh, or sorry, for the Barry Colts, not Owen Sound. Um, Best goalie on earth, apparently. Yeah, 21 years old. Hype. I'll tell you the stats right now. He has recorded a 935 save percentage and a 1.89 goals against average in 13 games and he's six foot five so wow and he's only 21 um it just makes sense uh, just a lot of teams in the mix i want to throw them out there uh we got the toronto maple leafs are heavily interested um anaheim ducks carolina hurricanes nashville predators new york islanders new york rangers and the pittsburgh penguins so just a couple teams. Yeah, I hate, I hate goalie stats. It's so fucking ridiculous. It's like, insane. Yeah, U- but... Uka Lukanen was an 8 8 save percentage when he was in the AHL this year. And yeah. guess what? He's a 9 1 7 save percentage and a 2 7 4 goals against. Like, Absolutely. It's weird so, for like, sure. I but... hate putting that much weight on it, but it's cool that there's just some goalie just. It's a goalie prospect, right? That's what you need. And mm-hmm. yeah, and it's a free player out there like mm-hmm. it's it's a sweepstake that we don't get to see that often so it's just interesting when it does so i want to oh, bring those two things up um there's one more trade bait awesome. guy i guess i had stats on uh okay. owen tippett since uh he's now on the blockage um playing almost 13 minutes per game that guy likes to throw the body six hits per 60 uh one and a half blocks per 60 three takeaways per 60 wow that's pretty good so yeah. No tenacious player. We know him quite well. Like I like him as like yeah, a, he's a, decent a horn questy sort yeah. of player. So like I said, I don't understand why they're why they would trade him. Like I, I understand to have Hornquist. But, to win uh, today. And that's why. I, like I feel it's, like Tippett it's, they're going just as for much it. as Hornquist can. So but yeah. he doesn't because Hornquist has been there for fifteen years. It's so. experience, right? Uh, Hornquist Hornquist yeah. has scored a Stanley Cup winning goal. Like yeah, I'm just so sad that he <laughs> might not be a Florida Panther. I agree. I agree, but it's not done until it's done. So, but you know what? Anyways, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, tune in next week because we got a cool segment coming on the trade segment. If you guys enjoy that, but for now, go follow us on our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the Couch on Ice. Eventually, we're gonna post more on YouTube. We have been posting a lot more on Twitter. 
Chase has some amazing hockey cards of Adam Fox. If you don't go check them out, that's an insult to us on the yeah. podcast. Um, you have to go check these out. They are it. so funny. You will not regret it, especially if you're an Austin Powers fan. Um, so I will leave it at that. You guys have a good week. We'll catch you guys on Friday. Peace.